93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Tuesday, November 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Four people were killed, including a Chicago police officer, ER doctor, and a hospital worker Monday afternoon in a shooting at Mercy Hospital in Chicago. The gunman, identified as 32-year-old Juan Lopez, the former fiancé of the ER doctor, was also killed. Gunfire erupted inside and outside of the hospital at about 3 o'clock at the main hospital located at South Michigan Avenue and West 25th Street. The other victims were identified as Dr. Tamara O'Neill and Chicago police officer Samuel Jimenez. A pharmaceutical assistant was also fatally shot. Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson said late Monday that the shooting began in the parking lot outside of Mercy Hospital as part of a domestic dispute between O'Neill, who had recently broken off an engagement with the gunman. During the argument, Lopez pulled out a gun and shot O'Neill. He then ran into Mercy Hospital and continued firing as initial responding officers gave chase. Uh, Inside the hospital, police exchange gunfire with Lopez. Johnson said it was during the exchange of gunfire that the shooter was fatally struck, though it's not immediately clear if he was struck by police fire or if it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound. You know, I just, I saw it. I was reading the story this morning and saw pictures of everybody, saw a picture of the gunman and had, looks like a nice guy. He's had a friendly face and you just never know. That point. What what lurks under there. Yeah, at which it becomes... Unhinged, and yeah, the fact that you can go from that. I saw the same pictures, Brad. Looks like a totally benevolent yeah, person. Jeez. Yeah, I was surprised. I just, yep. uh, you know, when I look at that, I, I've had broken hearts before, and I've had people that have broken things off with me before, and yeah, it hurts, but you know, it never, ever, ever occurred to me to, to, to go in that direction. And, someone, it, and, yeah. it, and it will get better, but you know, at a certain point, like, you know, why can't they just in their mind go, this person doesn't want to be with me anymore? Mm. And why would I want to be with them and just move on? Well, any complete- it's happened since time began. They, yeah, you know, no, scorn, I know. Scorn lovers have done things like this. And he obviously completely snapped because he killed her first and then went into the hospital yep. and shot other people. Terrific. Yeah. Can't understand it. Jimenez was taken uh, to the hospital. He was in critical condition uh, until about 7.30 when he passed away. Jimenez is a married father of three and had been with the Chicago Police Department for just 18 months. That one, I heard that, and I'm like, come on. You know, right before the holidays, this father, ugh. A second officer was also shot. Um, He was shot at, but the bullet struck his holster and embedded itself in the gun. The officer was not injured. The hospital was partially evacuated, and employees and patients were taken to warming buses. Workers from the hospital's pharmacy, which is just inside the lobby, said the shooter was arguing with people and attempting to get into the pharmacy. They say they followed the hospital's active shooter training, closed their shutters, locked the doors, and hid. Police are investigating a gruesome discovery in southwest Philadelphia where four people were found dead inside a home. Officers were called shortly after noon Monday to a home on the 5100 block of Malcolm Street after a relative requested a wellness check. In the basement of the home, four people, two men and two women believed to be in their 30s, were found with one gunshot wound each to the head. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross says the home appears to be in the process of being renovated. Neighbors heard bangs Sunday night, which they assumed had to do with the ongoing work at the house. There were no signs of struggle, which led in, leads investigators 
investigators to believe that the victims may have been led into the basement. Police have a tentative identification on at least two of the victims. They believe at least one of the men lived in the house, possibly with the other, who may be a cousin. Police are unsure of the relationship to the women found dead in the home. Neighbors said the residents of the home mostly kept to themselves, didn't really talk to too many people on the block. Police say they are checking surveillance cameras in the area, as well as interviewing witnesses and family members in an attempt to figure out what led to the killing. So far, no arrests have been made. If you have any information, you are urged to contact police. Police are warning residents after they say two men posed as PGW workers to gain access into a home where they attacked and robbed a man in northeast Philadelphia. The brutal home invasion took place in the 4500 block of Higby Street in northeast Philadelphia. Police say two men posed as PGW workers before attacking and robbing a man who let them in his home. PGW issued an advisory telling the public to always ask for ID before letting a utility worker in. PGW workers also wear official hard hats, uniforms with a logo, and they say that you should always check for badges and official PGW vehicles parked outside. The warning comes after police say the victim on Higby let in a man wearing a white PGW hard hat who said that he had to check his basement following a gas leak in the area. Police say the victim was beaten with a firearm and kicked in the head. Thousands in cash was stolen along with jewelry. Cops say the PGW hard hat, a gas detector, and a clipboard were found at the scene. In sports this morning... Sorry, guys. Stop. This channel keeps getting turned off. It's weird. That's my right. bad. I was my just going to wait Everybody's for the waiting for the dolphin. Can't, I can't know. move without the dolphin. Stop moving without the dolphin. The Sixers remain undefeated at home with a 119-114 win over the Phoenix Suns last night at the center. Joel Embiid scored 19 of his 33 points after halftime and added 17 rebounds to help the Sixers beat the Suns. Ben Simmons added 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists. The win improved them to 12-7 and on the season, two games behind the Toronto Raptors for the best record in the East. They're home again tomorrow night with a game against the New Orleans Pelicans and will look to improve to 10-0 and at the Wells Fargo Center. In Monday Night Football, the hype before the game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs lived up to the expectations. Jared Goff threw a 40-yard touchdown pass to Gerald Everett for a go-ahead score with a minute 49 to play, and the Rams outlasted the Chiefs for a 54-51 win. The two teams combined for 105 points, the third most in NFL history. In the end, it was the highest scoring game in Monday Night Football. It was the first game ever where both teams scored 50 points or more and also the first team uh, where the first team scored 50 points still lost. The Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to Buffalo to play the Sabres and the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kat. So here's what we got in store for you today. Some guests on the program. We will have uh, Bruce Valanche yes. stopping by in the studio Sign of the Times, which is a musical based on the book by Bruce Flanch. He's going to be playing at the Delaware Theater Company and that's the 28th through the 23rd. So he's going to swing by here today, which is cool. Bruce Legendary comedy writer, yeah. Ever, and you maybe have seen him on uh, Hollywood Square. Yeah, yeah. And interviewed at uh, all kinds of uh, social events and stuff like that. But yeah, he's been a comedy writer for decades. And uh, some of the best TV shows out there. And, and it's written for some of the absolute best. Yeah, yeah, so he'll be stopping in today. And then we have Mama Cheeps. Mama, Mama Cheeps! Black Friday, <laughs> holiday deals, coupons, elf Woo! on the shelves, No, Kathy, stuff. I'm excited about this, believe it or not. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to, like, 
hear about all of these deals because I want to get some stuff. Her name is Devin Weaver, by the way, but she goes by Mama Chiefs. How, how do we... Uh, come across Mama Cheeps? So uh, a friend of mine told me about Mama Cheeps. She created, this is the first time she's done this this year. She created this Black Friday spreadsheet. You can basically go to her website. You can search whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for something specific, she'll have it on there, the price it is, and where you can buy it for the best deal. So I had mentioned that to you guys, and then Steve just kept saying Mama Cheeps all morning long, and uh, she reached I helped out. in the Mama Cheeps call. Yeah, apparently her, her social media and her website kind of blew up that all morning, right. so she's going to come in and tell us some of the best Black Friday. Mama Cheeps! (laughs) Be here this morning, so we'll get you deals for you. Uh, We also have a Tattoos Day taking place, and uh, listener Vicky is going to be getting a tattoo. We'll tell you more about that later on. Our friends from uh, Hatfield uh, is stopping by Simply Hatfield. Is that Hatfield Quality Meats, I assume? Yes, sir. All right, so they'll be here, and we'll tell you... Uh, what we have in, going on with those guys. So let's take a break because I have a load, a ton Done. of entertainment stuff today that I want to get to. Dancing with the Stars had a winner oh! last night. Oh! Uh, some other things, too. So we'll take a break and be right back with us. Stay. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Cool gifts are what Worldwide Stereo is all about. Wrap a genuine surprise and wow someone all year long. Montgomeryville, Ardmore, and online at WorldwideStereo.com. Hey, it's Preston from the Preston and Steve Show. This holiday season, I'm going to be buying hand and stone massage and facial spa gift cards for my family and friends. And listen, during the Black Friday weekend, it is their buy one, get one free sale on gift cards. Visit one of their over 50 locations in your neighborhood or visit handandstone.com. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. Do you ever wonder why everyone hates Steven Singer? Well, he makes buying a diamond easy with his 100-day no-hassle money-back guarantee and free shipping both ways, making returns and exchanges hassle-free. Visit Steven at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. Uh, we're going to do a stupid question today, and we are going to give away uh, tickets to see Joe Perry Wednesday, December 5th at the Franklin Music Hall, <laughs> formerly the Electric Factory. So the question I have for you this morning, what Asian country produces most of the world's garlic? Ooh. 215-263-WMMR. I was yeah. just watching a four-hour movie about this. About the uh, production country? of garlic. Okay. So what Asian country <laughs> produces most of the world's garlic? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. i got a bunch of birthdays today. On Tuesday, November 20th, uh, former Vice President of the U.S. Joe Biden celebrates his 76th oh. birthday I think he today. just got a dog. He did. He adopted a German Shepherd. Yeah. No kidding. From the, I think the uh, Delaware Humane Society. Does he live uh, in Wilmington or I, I'm just outside Wilmington? Okay, and he's right. uh, like in Delaware. He's just Joe. He, he yeah. shows up at Whole Foods and whatever. Yeah. You know? Joe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe is 76 today. Jared Followill, bassist of Kings of Leon, one of the Followill cousins, brothers. Whatever. Yes, uncles, sisters. Uh, well, one of the Kings of Leon. Yes, he's one of the Kings of Leon, if you will. He is uh, 32. Uh, Mike D of the Beastie Boys. Uh, he's celebrating his uh, 53rd birthday today. I think Mike D was kind of like my least favorite beast. Your least boy. favorite? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's Dustin Diamond's brother, right? What? That was always, like, the rumor. Is that true? Name's, no, okay. but his name's Mike Diamond. It's like, you know that that's Dustin Diamond? That's Screech's Oh, I brother. did not know that was the rumor. Yeah. I don't. Let me get this straight. I don't dislike the guy, but he's my least favorite Beastie Boys. That's, listen, you can't have all no. of them be your favorite Beastie Boys. It's like just impossible. My least favorite Beatle was Ringo. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's not the, that I hate him, but... Right, right, exactly. 
I know what you mean. Still means massive adoration. Yeah. Mike D is 53. Sean Young, the actress. Yes. Uh, Stripes and Blade Runner and No Way Out. And then Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. And then went a little bit off the deep end. Yes, she did. When she was uh, soliciting for the role of Catwoman in the Batman movie. Yeah. Remember she had a little bit of a breakdown? Well, she went on a talk show. I forgot which one. Yes, wearing a bat mask. Put the mask on, and she auditioned, even though no one asked her to. (laughs) And she was also making fun of Michael Keaton in her audition about him going bald. So that really didn't help secure the role. Ah, she's 59 today. Bo Derek, you were just talking about her the other day. I think Bo Derek looks better now than she did when she was in the movie 10. She just uh, looks phenomenal. Ten. She is 62 years old today. Yeah. And, uh, yes, 10 and uh, Tarzan the Ape Man. Which stunk. Uh, Tommy Boy, of course. She was She's great. great. Yeah. That great for in me? That. Yeah. <laughs> no, son, that's for me. Well, then hang on a second. She's 62 today? Yeah. Then Princess. how old was she in Tommy? When did Tommy she Boy was come 14. out? She was 14. I don't know yeah. when. F- look into what what year Tommy Boy came out. Uh, if you uh, would, ninety five. Okay, ninety five. Uh, uh, that was uh, twenty three years ago. Wow, that was twenty three years ago. <laughs> what? Jeez, man. So she was in her. She, she was forty nine. Yeah, yeah. That works. Wait a it's all good. No, 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 no. Right. She's sixty two. She was it's like ninety three. She was in her thirties. Yeah. yeah, she's sixty nine. Uh, she's sixty two. Whatever. Uh, the great Joe Walsh celebrates his birthday today. Uh, Joe is 71 years old, solo artist, uh, lead singer of the James Gang. Love the James Gang. Of course, the Eagles. I was just playing to uh, uh, Life of Confusion, last, uh, Life of Confusion last night. A little like it was jamming. So it's great. Uh, he's uh, awesome, and you can see him. His whole section of the Eagles documentary, yeah, and his addition is uh, just an amazing part. Yep, and, and we, we, you forget what a great singer he is too. Just about drunk himself to death. Man. Absolutely, yeah. He was he was the one who would bring the chainsaw to the hotel. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a great guitar player, just outstanding. Uh, also celebrating birthdays today, Joel McHale, uh, Talk Soup Community. He is uh, 47 years old today. And then the last one I have, Steve, is actress Ming Na Wen. Oh yes, uh, Marvel Agents of Shield. She's Agent awesome. Yeah, yes, she's, she's a beautiful woman, man. Beautiful, and she's awesome in Agents of Shield. Yeah, she's uh, 55 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to these stupid questions. So. Uh, what Asian country produces most of the world's garlic? And I will go to Eric. It says Eric I. Eric I? Uh, good morning. All right, Eric, what uh, country produces most of the world's garlic? China. China, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Hang on a second, Eric. We'll get your information. <laughs> We're going to give you tickets to see Joe Perry Wednesday, December 5th, Franklin Music Hall, formerly the Electric Factory, and tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. Jackson's going to have your chance to win tickets and a meet and greet next week during the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, let's start with this. Uh, this is us star Mandy Moore married Dawes musician Taylor Goldsmith yeah! in front of family and friends Sunday afternoon in L.A. Yeah! An insider tells the publication that it was an intimate backyard wedding at Mandy's home that started just after sundown on Sunday evening. The look was you? the look was reportedly very boho, very oh. boho. Wait, what does that mean? With uh, rugs oh. on the floor, very uh, like earthy and trippy yeah. and hippie. Yeah. Uh, so with uh, rugs on the floor surrounding an altar, flower arrangements included large feathers, and Mandy wore a dress by uh, Ro- uh, Rodarte. I love feathers. In a new deleted post, Moore's pal and makeup artist, Jen Stryker, 
uh, posted shots of the dress, which is uber girly with ruffles, flowers, and a cotton candy wow. pink hue. Sounds totes boho. Uh, and more. And Goldsmith celebrated with pals, including Chrissy Metz, Sterling K. Brown, Wilmer Valderrama. And Milo, Ric Flair. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia and Minka Kelly at a private event space called The Fig House. Mm. <laughs> Wait, wasn't she with? Uh... No, they were like... Don't you remember, like, a Who? couple of weeks ago? Hold on a moment. Who? Valderrama. Okay. Yeah, I knew you were talking about, we have, like, a second language, Kathy. Uh, we don't. But they, <laughs> it's we the do. first one that's difficult. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my God. Uh, they went to Disneyland the other day, right? We just had a story about how they always go to Disneyland together on a certain day. Well, yeah. Weren't they together? Weren't they a couple at some point? I'm not really sure. I think they were. So they if they were, been. I think that's hey, weird. Dude's been with everybody, so yeah. there's a good chance they may have been a couple. I'm not probably sure. with him, too. Uh, instead of a formal dinner, they opted for a number of food stations around the venue, including meat, chicken, vegetarian, raw food, flatbread, cheese, and charcuterie, and more. Mm. Uh, beverages included a whiskey station. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and in. a ton of wine. Uh, Goldsmith, no snackables? Uh, no, Goldsmith took a break from celebrating to perform with Jackson Brown, Jonathan Rice, Blake Mills, and Lenny Goldsmith. Uh, they got engaged in 2017 after dating for two years. Jackson Brown was there. Yeah. Uh, Moore is not yet posted about her dress, but she did share that her beloved cat, uh, Madeline, had unfortunately died on Saturday after a long struggle with heart disease. So must have uh, been bittersweet that particular weekend. You went to a show recently, and they were the opener, right? Uh, Dawes? Didn't, uh, I don't know if you got to see them or not. You went to a concert, and you don't go to many. ELO? It might have been ELO. Might have been ELO. Yeah, I, uh, I like those. I, I I didn't go to the opening act. So. I think you would like them. I mean, okay. they're they're rock, but um, not quite like hard rock. But uh, but they would complement ELO. It'd be would you call them boho, opener. Nick? Uh, they're very boho. Okay. You know what I did like was not sitting in traffic before yeah, the concert that, and getting yes. there after that the opening good, act good, was up. Yeah. But I I will check them out. Absolutely. Now this is pretty wild, man. TMZ is reporting. That Trouble Miller's Place alum Heather Locklear has been placed on a psych hold oh, by man. her therapist over fears that she is suffering another nervous breakdown. Wow. Yet again. She was at her home on Sunday <laughs> afternoon when 911 was called and she was taken to the hospital. They're reporting that Locklear went nuts and assaulted her boyfriend, Chris Heiser. The star has long battle mental and substance abuse issues. She is reportedly in treatment for addiction to prescription pills and alcohol. She was arrested uh, most recently in June after crashing a car into a pylon under the grounds of her home. She was arrested, I didn't know this, a week prior for choking her 85-year-old mother, Diane. I must have missed that one. And threatening to kill herself. Yes. So news also recently broke that an EMT responder was filing suit against Locklear for injuries sustained in one of her recent arrests. Yeah. uh, she, She was a Attacking him, I remember is the last story. So there's a lot wrong. She she's got she's got to stay in for a while. Yeah, and you, it may you not... can't just you know shoot her right through the uh, the program and, and yeah. release her. She it... needs to be watched for a while. Yeah, that's... I think she's going to either kill herself or kill somebody. Exactly. That's that's sad to hear. All right, Dancing with the Stars has a surprising new champion. <laughs> I purposely oh. didn't learn who it was <laughs> because I wanted you to tell me. On Monday's live finale of the reality dancing competition series, the four remaining couples. And please, ladies and gentlemen, pipe up if you have any idea, idea who <laughs> these people are. Because okay. I don't recognize one single solitary name. That's Here awesome. we go. Alexis Wren and Alan Burstyn. Is Alexis the uh, the Instagram know. model? I don't know. Isn't Alan Burstyn uh, Ellen Burstyn's husband? 
I don't know. All right, we're getting there. Bobby Bones and Sharna Burgess. Bobby Bones is a um, is a DJ, a uh, country DJ. Okay, uh, Milo Mannheim and Whitney Carson. Milo Mannheim is from the Zombies Disney series, okay, or the Disney movie. Milo, I guess. Milo, is his name. yes. Okay, I know who he is. And Ivana Lynch and Kyo Matsep. Matsep. No idea! <laughs> uh, they went head-to-head as they competed for the Mirrorball Trophy. They managed to survive the season that included a historic run by low-scoring Bachelor in Paradise alum Joe uh, Amabiel, Am- Am- I guess. Okay. Joe Joel Embiid? Automobile? Joel Embiid. Bachelor in Paradise alum Joe Amabiel. And the shocking eliminations of high-scoring celebs Tanashi and Juan Pablo de Pace. Yeah. Well, the winner was Bobby Bones. Oh, no! And Sharna Burgess. No! So they took the coveted Mirrorball trophy. I watched that zombie movie. I, I liked it. It was good. I liked him. And they're they're very talented. So, yeah. Well, better than Bobby Bones. Yeah, Bobby Bones is the winner. And they were saying controversial winner. I don't know why. Because uh, he, he killed a former president. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That would be uh yeah. that would be some controversy in the contest. All right, so anyhow. All right, weirdest story of the day. Um and Steve sent this over to me. Legendary DC, DJ Casey Kasem's vicious family feud now includes allegations of murder and elder abuse and is the focus of Saturday's 48-hour show on CBS. Wow. Listen to the details of this. The ongoing Wait, battle. it aired already? Or no, it's, no, coming, it's coming, coming up this Saturday. This okay. Saturday, the ongoing battle pits Janine Kasem, Kasem's second wife, against his three children, Carrie, Julie, and Michael, from his first marriage. Now, it's all laid bare by correspondent Peter Van Zandt in Saturday's episode. And listen to what Van Zandt said. He said... I have never seen such hatred within a family. Yeah, well, we so remember where we were at, where we knew what was going on in this story. Uh, Jeannie Kasem was not letting the family, the kids, get into the house to see mm-hmm. Casey Kasem, who was dying. Their dying father. Right. Mm-hmm. Would not let him into the house. And then she held on and hid the body Correct. for like a month and a half. Yeah, and there's more to it. Yeah. So here's a seasoned... You know, there's a veteran reporter who's yes. seen it all. I've never seen such hatred within a family. He said both sides tell credible, powerful stories. Both proclaim their love for Casey and both blame the other and accuse the other of killing Casey and both use the word murder. Wow. Each side, side. says that they murdered him. Okay, so Kasem died. In June 2014, on Father's Day at the age of 82, from a Parkinson's-like disease, leaving behind an estimated value between 80 and $100 million that he amassed by founding and voicing the internationally broadcast American Top 40 radio show and its various iterations. He also notably played uh, Shaggy on uh, Scooby-Doo. That's right, Scoob. Uh, Janine claims that Kasem's three grown children conspired in 2007 to trick Casey into signing over power of attorney, giving them control over his medical decisions, which ultimately killed him, they say. It was always about the money, she tells Van Sant. This is according to uh, Janine. They, in turn, filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Janine, claiming elder abuse when she moved Casey from a rehab facility to Santa Monica, California, to a friend's home in Washington State. Uh, and Carrie Kasem's tells Van Sant, Jean killed my father. The only thing she ever God. wanted from my dad is money. Uh, Janine countersued the children uh, for forcing Casey to return to a hospital in Gig Harbor, Washington, where he eventually died. 
Janine claims that once they had control of Casey and his medical decisions, they told his doctors to unhook his nutrition, hydration, and medicine and left him to die. She claims that they wanted their share of his life insurance policy. Van Zant will also break the news on Saturday's 48 Hours that police in Gig Harbor have opened an investigation into Casey's death after a private eye hired by Janine concluded that he was a homicide victim. So well, Janine Casey was also pointed out the fact, Preston, that the kids hired as his live-in nurse a Kodiak bear. No! No! Yes! That's right. deadly! Listen to this. In a further twist, Casey's body rests... In an unmarked grave in Oslo, Norway. Uh, this was according to... That Van- was his wish, his final well, wish. <laughs> well, Van Zandt said after he died, his body was flown to Montreal and kept on ice there for a few weeks. And then, and then it was flown to Oslo. As you'll see, there's a Swedish woman named Anki who visits his grave once a month and decorates it. Van Zandt says Janine won't say why the grave is unmarked. But the Casey always expressed interest in Norway, though he's never been there. Wait a second. Can you guys play this video back? It looks like... Jeannie or Janine Kasem uh, faints out of a chair. Run it back a little bit. What are we watching here? Uh, I don't right, know. Hold on a second. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right about there. Yep. A, a coming attraction for 48 hours, she faints out of the chair. Is, is this the woman who played uh, Tortelli's uh, yes, yeah. wife in Cheers? Yeah. Okay. Loretta. Loretta. Uh, and is, all right. So I'm getting confused here. Is there a Janine and a Jean, or is there just a What's going on? Uh, what's the daughter's name? It's Jeannie. I'm sorry. Okay. It's Jeannie Kasem. I misread that. Okay. All right. So anyhow, the kids say that it was done completely out of spite, so they can't visit the grave. Uh, both sides swear that they will take this to court and fight it out, and both of them claim that they will prevail. What What a mess. We knew it was a mess, and we knew it was bad before, but this is just off the charts. And when you, as you said, Preston, a seasoned reporter who does this stuff all the time mm-hmm. to say this is the most hatred he's ever seen within a family. Yeah. Come on. So that's this weekend. Shaggy. There's um, no way for Shaggy to go out. 48 hours on CBS. Marry me in Sweden, Scoob. I am. Uh, no, it's uh, Norway. Did they say Norway? Yeah. I'm sorry. A, a Swedish that. woman comes to visit him. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, yes, Norway. <laughs> Oslo, Norway. Is that woman the caretaker? <laughs> she would have gotten away with it, too. Yeah, right? Messed up. All right, how about this? The rapper known as Takashi69 was in federal custody yesterday awaiting a Manhattan court appearance on racketeering charges alleging that he participated in the July shooting of a bystander in Brooklyn and the gunpoint robbery of his gang's rivals last spring. So he's, what they're saying is, an active member of a street gang. Yeah, 69 could face life in prison if convicted. The Brooklyn-based rapper, whose legal name is Daniel Hernandez was among four people arrested on racketeering and firearms charges. The authorities also arrested three of his former associates, uh, Kifano Shadi Jordan, uh, Jensel Ish Butler, and Fahim Crippy Walter. I want to be Steve Crippy Morrison. Uh, 69 has been <laughs> one of the most controversial names in hip-hop in recent months. His album, Day 69 Graduation Day, was among the top records on iTunes following its February release. He's known for the multi, multi-platinum hit Fifi with Nick, Nicki Minaj, which peaked at number three on the pop charge and Stupid, featuring which is what he is. The incarcerated rapper Bobby Schmurda. Have you ever have you ever seen an interview with him? Now, mind you, I'm on TMZ all the time, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I see him interviewed uh, constantly. Yeah. He is virtually brain dead. Yeah. I, I think the brain can operate the lungs and a few other internal organs and squeak out a word here or there that makes sense. But he is a moron. He's <laughs> he's not long for this world. No. Yes. 
but 69 also had a series of run-ins with the law enforcement and has publicly identified himself as a member of a violent New York gang, Nine Trey Bloods. That's the gang. And a superseding indictment uh, unsealed on Monday in Manhattan Federal Court 69 was charged in connection with what prosecutors described as Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods, which they said... Uh, carried out acts of murder, robbery, and narcotics trafficking in Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn since at least 2013. Well, Nine Trade Bloods, Preston, had a really virulent uh, war going on with a group of a gang, another gang that played Cronum. And that's where they started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The indictment said each gang member was required to carry out at least two acts of racketeering conspiracy. Uh, those acts could include murder, robbery, extortion, drug distribution, the court paper said. Yeah, and, uh, in a 2015 case in New York, uh, he was sentenced to probation for his involvement in a sexually explicit video of a 13-year-old girl as the, well. So the, the thing is, the guy just, it looks like any guy off the street. You know, a regular guy you'd encounter anywhere with his uh, colored teeth, the writing on his face. Uh, it looks like an insane, they should have arrested him years ago. Before he did anything, because he was destined to do it. Yeah, well, they got to wait till they got something on you. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what they're doing. Wow. Uh, still have a lot of stuff left here. How about... Okay. Yeah, we do gotta, it. We got to get to this. Uh, Sunday's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians was a long time coming. Oh, oh don't yeah. tell me. I, I, I have it DVR'd. I I'm going to have to tell you all about oh, it. Man. While fans have long been aware that Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe the week before she was scheduled to give birth to their baby True because... Of the time lag of production, no one was able to see her reaction in real time, and now they have. Yeah, they, they sort of are forced to relive it, Preston. Uh, last night, Chloe joined fans on Twitter to live tweet the episode and respond to questions. She did not hold back, embracing the horror as she watched alongside everyone else. She said, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to watch the episode tonight. I can't believe I had to deal with this disgusting crap Still in the hospital room. But thanks to your support, I made it through. Uh, but she wasn't going to kick Tristan out of the delivery room despite his betrayal, and she explained why to confused fans. She said, I made it very clear that I was still disgusted by his actions, uh-huh. but I wasn't going to let anything ruin this moment that I've been waiting my entire life for, regardless of what Tristan did to me. I was never going to take that moment away from True or Tristan. True or Tristan don't deserve it. Uh, Or he deserves it, but she doesn't. She should not be punished for his actions. He is her father, and they both deserve to love one another as deeply as they possibly can. Uh, While fans applauded her maturity, she was quick to admit, Oh, well, I I did some not-so-mature things the day prior, but I needed to get that out of my system. <laughs> yeah. And then she wrote, Namaste, all the way to the hospital. Yeah, she brushed his uh, her butthole with his toothbrush and did all those things. That'd be good. Yeah. One thing she was quick to clear up was the impression that many were under the Tristan cheated on his ex and the mother of his first child, Jordan Craig, with Chloe. Yeah, but he wasn't going to do that with Chloe. In response to a fan who accused her of <laughs> staging photos so everyone would see you, would quote, see you with tea at the Bel Air Hotel a day before Jordy gave birth, Chloe tweeted, what are you even talking about? Their son was born December 12th. These images were taken many months later. And baby girl, I've been wearing those rings way longer than I've known, T.T. You bet your ass. Get your facts straight. <laughs> you bet your fat ass. Uh, she also shared uh, a that a photo of them waiting in the delivery room writing in the Instagram that it was, quote, one of the most awkward photos I have seen in a long so time. We're looking at footage of Kim Kardashian standing behind Tristan yeah. doing the, like, you know, like uh, making faces and all this stuff. If you think he's that much of a dick, you know. Yeah, but she didn't. But Chloe invited him into. Yeah, it's the, not up to Kim. It's not up to Kim, and you can see they like give each other a hug, and it's kind of like the side hug, like hey. Uh huh. Yep. All right. Well, anyhow, the episode has aired. 
The holidays are nigh, and Meghan Markle is about to celebrate her first Thanksgiving and Christmas as a royal. But all accounts, by all accounts, I'm sorry, it's going to be pretty weird. Sparkle Markle? Uh, well, first up, Thanksgiving. Some questions, uh, some question whether the American-born Meghan will be allowed to celebrate the holiday, seeing as it commemorates that time many English-born pilgrims set forth on a long and dangerous voyage to flee political and religious persecution in their I, homeland. I thought she and the royal family were going to go visit with the dad in <laughs> uh, the no. States. Last year, Megan celebrated with her mother, uh, Doria Raglan, in California. Uh, what's going to happen is to be determined, but the Queen reportedly hasn't forbidden the celebration by royal decree, and Megan and Prince Harry don't have any events scheduled for the day, so she may be indulging in Turkey and stuffing behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Now for Christmas. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we want to hope she doesn't eat too much gravy because, listen to this, I've never heard of this All before. All right. She will have to be weighed before her Christmas meal... Per a juicy new report hailing from the royal expert Ingrid Seward. Apparently, every member of the royal family, including Harry, Prince William, and Kate Middleton, must be weighed before and after dinner on Christmas Day. All right. After dinner, and uh, do they get to poop first? That I don't know about. What is this about, this bizarre thing? It's a tradition. Okay, apparently the queen asks guests to weigh themselves to ensure they're being well-fed. Oh, okay. And once weighed, the guests must enter the dining room in order of seniority. Once seated, the head chef carves the turkey and paper hats are donned, but not by the queen. (laughs) So everybody has to wear a stupid paper hats. (laughs) And it's so much fun. (laughs) Where is the scale so we can see if we've put a lot of food into our dummies? (laughs) Oh, look, and I folded a flap on my paper hat. (laughs) Oh, what fun. So much fun. Yes. Later on, we'll go out to a pit and murder some peasants. Oh, my God. Damn. I've seen the paper hat thing. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. (laughs) The annual slaughtering of the peasants. In a pit. In a pit with our paper hats. (laughs) And the one who catches my paper hat will be spared. Oh, that's a nice tradition. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Congratulations on your adroit paper hat catching skills. Oh, my God. You're free to go. Now for the rest of them, line up. <laughs> they have some interesting traditions. Now, royal snuggles are on tap in almost painfully adorable shots shared by the Sunday Times magazine featuring Prince Louis and his grandfather, Prince Charles. The photographer posted the portrait of Louis and Prince Charles to Instagram, writing, I've spent much of the last year documenting some intimate and behind-the-scenes moments with the Prince of Wales to celebrate his 70th birthday. It really has been an incredible privilege to create such a unique set of images and a huge amount of fun. What exactly is this thing? At the same time, he's holding the baby. It's a baby, sir. (laughs) Like a human. A human child. I thought it was a dwarf. (laughs) A stupid dwarf. I've been attempted to engage it in conversation. <laughs> stupid dwarf. But all it would do was suck on my index finger. <laughs> Throw it in the pit. Yes. <laughs> you're lucky you're too small. Uh, Bob Barker, 94-year-old yes. Price is Right host, it appears to be on the man, but he was rushed to the hospital on Sunday for oh, the second man. time in a month. I don't like this... Um... You know, when they start going to the hospital frequently at this age, because yeah. obviously they're, you know, the pneumonia or a, a, a flu can take them out. Yeah, it can set in pretty yeah. quickly. So, uh, but he was suffering from severe back pain. 
uh, reportedly had non-emergency back surgery in October. They call it showcase model back. And has uh, has been having issues ever since. And so yeah, I guess it pertains to that. But um, they said he's okay. So, you know, but he's 94 years old. Man. He's, a, he's a tough old guy, though. In, in great shape. Still yeah. practices martial arts. The whole damn deal. He still practices yeah, martial arts? Yeah, he does. Arts? That's my understanding. That's part of his workout. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is great. Last week, Twitter user SlackerDook. SlackerDook. And other students at uh, SUNY Purchase. Yes. Is that how you say that? SUNY Purchase? S-U-N-Y Purchase? Uh, found a Danny DeVino shrine hidden behind <laughs> the paper towel dispenser in one of the bathrooms. It's hilarious. Did you see the picture? I did. No. Yeah. Uh, see if you can pull up a Danny DeVito shrine. Sweet. It looks like something you'd find in the corner of a pyramid. A video taken shows a hole in the bathroom wall that leads into a concrete room that has graffiti on the walls and many papers on the floor. In one corner of the room, there's a shrine to the actor along with a sign that reads, Leave an offering for our Lord and Savior Danny DeVito, the patron saint of trash men. Uh, Photos and videos of the shrine quickly went viral, leading lots of students to try and find the shrine themselves. A spokesperson for the school tells BuzzFeed News the hole has uh, since been sealed for safety reasons, but uh, that he uh, that the school has invited Danny uh, to come and meet his super fans. A student says the school has been told the shrine was the work of a student from the School of Art and Design. There you go. So they There's have the Danny DeVito shrine. <laughs> and what I'd like to see. I like to see a president of Steve Shrine. I know. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be kind of cool? I know it's sort of self-serving, but I agree. Yeah, we we don't put it together, but you oh, know, yeah. if somebody wants to create a shrine, go right ahead and send us a picture. Where should it be? Yeah, exactly. wherever they want. I don't know. Okay, it could be makeshift at your home. Anybody else watching the Kaminsky Method on Netflix? It's with Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. I've I've heard about it. I've not seen it. It's really good. It deb- uh, debuted this weekend, uh, I think, on Friday. And uh, but anyway, the reason I bring it up is that uh, Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito have been friends for a long time. Yeah. And the episode that I watched last night, uh, DeVito plays Michael Douglas's proctologist, and it is hilarious. Is it good? The it's series? Really? Yeah. Really I- I've funny. seen the promos. And yeah. Danny's is typical Danny DeVito, but man, is he hilarious! Yeah. See if we can get him on. It's been yeah. a long time since so we talked to him. All right, clips. <clears throat> the rookie pokes fun at an older man uh, who started a brand new chapter by becoming a police officer. Here, Nathan F- uh, Fillion talks about how a marriage or career ending shouldn't be the end of your life. Here we go. Careers sometimes stop or halt, and you know they're left without a job to do. So men start over. They start new families. They start new jobs. They start new careers. This is this is something that people are doing. Now, a second go at life. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Other uh, Rookie will air a new episode tonight, 10 o'clock on ABC. Here's the next clip. Wreck-It Ralph is making his way back onto the silver screen with Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph breaks the internet and here. Actor John C. Riley talks about how happy he is to be back. Ralph was someone really close to my heart because it came very organically the way I developed the character with Rich Moore and Phil Johnston on the first one. And so um, I was really happy to see that Disney decided to make another one because it's a beloved character. Velociraptor. <laughs> In case you saw it. I saw it last night. I loved it. It was uh, heartwarming, touching, funny. Uh, I love how they um, created the Internet. Okay. Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Like how they be, depict it, how they render it, and yeah. be in, inside the internet. Yes, um, Sarah Silverman's awesome. And there are just so many great moments in this movie. So I, I assume I you'll go see it again, again right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And since it's a holiday, uh, it opens tomorrow. 
There you go. Theaters tomorrow. Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph Breaks the Internet. And there you go. That's your entertainment report. Had a lot in that today. Some juicy stuff, friends. We're going to take a break because we got a lot of things to get to this morning. We're actually we're going to have in our studio uh, legendary comedy writer Bruce Valanche yeah. will be here. He's got a show about his book, and we'll get the details from him a little bit later on this morning after 8 o'clock. Mama Cheats! Mama Cheats! going to be here <laughs> giving the deals for... Uh, Black Friday, and we got a meet and eat with some friends, and uh, tattoos ain't a lot taking place. We'll be back in a moment, of course. Camp Out for Hunger, now less than a week away. Less than a week away, and a lot being planned. Give you some of the details. Back in a moment. Whether social, hey, welcome in, or anti social, hey, get out. Join your MMR pals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Groovy photos, videos, and social commentary. Plus, we find them the perfect place to waste time during the company meetings. Hashtag MMR rocks. Hey, uh, you guys smell that? Yes. It's our friends from uh, Hatfield Meats are here. In fact, uh, Hatfield hams are part of what they brought by today. And they come in a variety of sizes, flavors, and cuts. There's classic hardwood smoked. Honey Roasted and Black Forest. You can visit www.simplyhatfield.com for more information. I always think it's nice to have some ham along with the turkey, too. As an option. I got my Hatfield ham uh, for Thanksgiving. And then for leftovers, man, if you have both, you can make like a you can make a uh, a club sandwich out of both turkey and ham, <laughs> oh turkey or tam, turkey or tam. Yeah, it's a combo. It's like turducken. So uh, thank you to uh, Hatfield for being here with that. And speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, the high temperature is going to be twenty seven degrees Yay. on Thursday. It will be. The coldest Thanksgiving in over a hundred years, and it's going to be windy, and I will be on the Ben Franklin Parkway watching my son. <laughs> It'll be the first time you've gone to I've the Thanksgiving the... parade in a hundred years. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just show up, we'll watch some of the parade, and then we'll no. leave. I'm there hours before it starts. Because your son's performing. He's performing in it, and we'll be there till the, the bitter, and I use that word, bitter end. Uh, so, of course, it's well, the coldest one in 100 years. Bring the largest mug you can bring. Get your Dunkin' Donuts coffee yeah. because they'll be down there. Absolutely. And uh, bundle up. And then, of course, if you can sort of worm your way into the uh, to the broadcast booth at ABC. We'll see. See if you can do that. That might you know, help. It's just par for the course because I've, course. Been, I've been on a roll. Lately. Have you? I've been on oh, an idiot <laughs> roll Lately, I've just had stupid things that I've been doing, and there's... they do come in in waves, don't they? They do. Yeah, man. I just they... came out of a wave. It's a it's a yeah. funk of some sort. It's a, absolutely it's a trough that you get into of stupidity. You, you cosmically invited somehow. So I'm going to share a little story with you of this one that happened, and, and I feel free to, uh, feel free to share to share your stories as well. Can I guess? Yes. Did you start a fraudulent GoFundMe campaign? No, no. <laughs> God, I want to hear that audio, though. Yeah. Well, that's coming up later. We'll, we'll, yeah, we're going to have to find a moment okay. to, to play that's that. That's going around, too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, is, is this a moron alert or something? This is a moron alert. Right. Yeah, this is. And uh, I got a text from a guy the other day who had something similar <laughs> happen. And uh, and I'll tell you his. Okay? Yeah, his please, because it's hilarious. He texted in. He goes, moron alert. He said, uh, I, I went and got up early, got ready, went into work today. Got all the way into work, walk in the front door, and realize we're closed today. <laughs> so he fought traffic, the whole deal, and the whole deal was his day off. Oh my god! Went into work, so that's similar to what I had happen. So um, it was last week. Uh, my wife, uh, who was out of the house, she texts me and says, "You need to go pick up Caroline from school early." Right. 
Uh, she had, you know, had a stomach ache. She has Crohn's disease, so from time to time, this thing type of things happen. So, okay, no problem. Yeah, what time do I need to be there by? What's the late? Okay, so I get the time and I go. Okay, uh, and she said she. Uh, I go. Do I need to just wait out front, or do I need to go to the office? What do I need to do? She said, Well, she's in the nurse's office, so you probably have to go in and right and check her out. Sure. Okay. Fine. So um, I pull up to the school, walking in, and uh, first time I've been to the school this this year, and. I, I come walking in. I see the ladies that I've known for years that are behind the counter. Imagine flow. And- they look really happy and have a big smile on their face. And, and I go, hey, how you doing? They go, hey, you know you're at Oak Ridge Elementary. And I go, yeah, I know. Yeah, <gasps> Carol- I go, Caroline's, you know, she's oh got a stomach ache, so she's probably in the nurse's office. So she just sits there and pauses and goes, elementary school anymore. she doesn't go to school here anymore. <laughs> wow. You went to the wrong school. I went to the wrong wow. All right. Yes. So when did she start middle school? This year. Okay. So so you, it's a couple oh, of months at least. Yeah, but I had to stand there yeah. in front of them Your and just go. <laughs> and, and, and the principal, Tom, walks by and I'm like, hey. I'm going to laugh at you. And of course, idiot. everybody's cracking up. Like, oh. Did those ladies pant you and push you out of the... God, oh my God. You, you can't, but there's no... There's no there's no even, you can't even fake an excuse. No. You just completely did a dumbass move. Did a dumbass moron yeah. move. Yeah. That was it. I had an aha moment last week and I almost texted you about it, but I didn't want to be, I didn't want to tell you in advance. And, and if, if this is not the right time to share a like, stupid aha moment, let me know and I, I won't. But if this is okay, I, I'll do it right now. You guys right. go with Go it? ahead. What is this? All right. Uh, it's just something that you guys have all understood for a long time and I finally figured it out literally a week ago. Oh. Uh, we have a, a friend who's provided us with, with plenty of prizes over the years, and he runs a shop in South Philly called Stake 'em Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never put two and two together that just it was Stick 'em up. up. Stake 'em up. I thought yeah. it was Stake. Stake 'em. Yeah. Stake 'em up. Put them on a stake. Casey, yeah. somebody, Crucify them. Somebody literally said Stick 'em up to me. We were doing, horsing around, and I was. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Stake 'em up. Yeah. Steve, I, I thought. I was like, oh, that's fun. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh. And how I, long have I been right, unaware? Ten years that yeah. we've known this guy, and, and he's terrific. I just never, ever understood the connection, and I felt like such an ass. I still feel like an ass. There was a moment just like that on on the TV show Friends, and uh, it had been on for years. And uh, somebody said something about you know the the, the coffee shop they go right. to. He's oh. like, it's right in Central Park, and it, it's called Central Park. And, and Phoebe goes, oh, I just got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been there for years. I love going it. There. Uh, by the way, here's a, here's a great one. A text in says, I was exhausted and accidentally showered with my socks on. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I love that. Oh, that one's, that's a good one. So by there's the way, so much that we do during the day that's robotic. You know, we're just, we're just our, yeah. our second brain kicks in, basically, and just governs what we're doing that way. Mm-hmm. And that's when you end up doing things like going to the wrong school, Preston. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, like, that moronic, but I had to drive my daughter to her play. Um, and I just turned down. So the play is at O'Hara High School. Yeah. I turned down Lawrence Road to go to St. Pius. But, you know, like... It's not bad. No, it's not that bad. It's not, you know, just got on the wrong road. And, and, you know, it was just like a little bit of a detour. I'll tell Um, you which would have exacerbated it had uh you gone home to the wrong house and made love to the wrong wife. (laughs) Yes, that would have. And that's a story you tell. (laughs) By the way, as far as aha moments are concerned, uh, I found out uh, late last week that the Eight of Diamonds, 
that there's actually an eight in the middle of the eight of diamonds. Did you guys know that? I did not. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what you mean by Pull that. up a graphic of the eight of diamonds uh, in, in, a, in a playing card. Okay. And there's literally... You can see it. A figure eight? A figure eight in the middle. I just found out that two girls in a cup, it's more of a mug. Oh. Okay. And still I just realized it. it was just crap. <laughs> uh, oh, All right, really? let's see it. Where do you see an eight? Where? Look. Uh, I'm looking. All right. <laughs> it's a perfect eight. Look at that. Look at that. I don't see it where. I, I don't see it. I po- see po- it. On the you screen got, behind you, point fo- Follow oh, me. If you were to draw lines. You got to look at the white, not the, the red. White. Look at the white, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at the, sp- okay. Oh, now I see what you're saying. That's pretty cool. I thought you were saying look at the diamonds. No. Yeah. Diamonds, no. diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. I'll look at the card every different, uh, differently from now on. Diamonds, yeah. diamonds, 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 okay. diamonds. Stake them up, stake them up, stake them up. Let me, up. Uh, let me go to uh, Eric. Hi, Eric. Good morning. You guys rock! Oh, that you, hurt. Man. What's up, buddy? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna moron alert myself. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You even pre laughed. You're off to a good start. All right, go ahead, Eric. Well, I was about ten or eleven years old in elementary school. I got grounded for something really stupid. So, like after dinner, I fall asleep, and it had to be towards the end of the school year. So I wake up, and you know, I get ready and I'm ready for the next day, going to school. And as I'm walking to school, I start realizing it's getting darker and darker and darker. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell's going on here? Little did I realize, like, an adult came up to me. They're like, hey, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I was going to school. but And they're like, well, do you realize? It turns out that I probably fell asleep for like two or three hours after yep. dinner. Woke up around 7, 8 o'clock at night. The sun was still slightly up. So I'm like, hey, it's morning. Let's yep. go to school. And it, sure enough, it's pitch black. It happens all the time. I think it happened to Marissa. I think it's happened. Yeah, that that that's a standard. Thanks, Eric. When you don't know whether it's five a.m. or p.m. Oh yeah, on Friday, um, I was a little out of it because I just had surgery and you know I'm on a couple uh, medicines, and so I took a nap, and I woke up and it was four fifty. And I was like, why is the sun up? It's 4.50. And, and <laughs> so it's my boyfriend, and he's like, well, you have to go to work. And I was like, is it Friday or Saturday? Like, what, what day is it? Like, oh I thought God. it was a.m., 4.50 a.m. He's like, no, 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 you have to go to work right now. And what he meant was, do you have to go to the calendar party yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> at 6 p.m. Right. in an hour? Like, I, I was so confused. I'm walking around. I literally walked around my apartment like four times. He was cracking up <laughs> yeah. at me because I couldn't figure out if it was a.m. or p.m. And I was so confused because it was like just dusk. So there's a little bit of light. Oh, yeah. But oh. that's the didn't worst. did you wake up after a nap and get ready for work one day and it was she in the texted, afternoon? Oh, yeah. She texted me. She's like, I'm oh, yeah. on my way. On I'll my be way. I'll be right yes. there. <laughs> and like an a-hole, I was like, dude, it's at, it's night. Don't oh, worry. Should, I oh, should have been like, dude, drive safe. <laughs> drive <laughs> safe. Get, get here as soon yeah. as you can. But we have a lot safe. of guests coming in. At least once a year that'll happen to me. And it also happens <laughs> to our interns all the time. I will send like eight emails where it's like, guys, we are off on like Columbus Day or mm-hmm. Memorial Day or something like that. And someone will show up. Really? Just, yeah. I did not know that. But, wow. you know, when I was uh, first getting started in radio, I was interning for you guys a few days a week. I was also overnight DJ, a waiter. So male I, dancer? I, male dancer. Yeah. I, no, so I had worked in shifts, and <laughs> I never, when I would wake up, I never knew what day, what time of day. You go into a zone. There's, there's a zone that you go into mm-hmm. where you're, you're just hanging on by a thread as you juggle your multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been there. It's a nightmare. Well. 
Uh, here's somebody who says, more on alert, I was trying to call a patient and uh, couldn't figure out why I couldn't get the, the call through. I realized I was putting their date of birth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to use a code to get into your phone if you're not using the, you know, the facial recognition or whatever. I've started dialing the code, the, the phone number onto the code quite a bit. Like, instead of typing in the code to get into my phone, to unlock my phone, I, you, start, I started dialing a phone number. Do you ever have just a, a random repetition code that you just you just robotically know? Just yeah. come, it comes to you, and then, for, like, one day, you'll just forget it. The, the, so the login code for our conference yes, call. That happens to right. me. Yes. So, so uh, some, like, it was the other day, and I've, I've dialed this in thousands. We have a conference call every day at 6 o'clock just to talk about what yeah. is going to happen on the show. Bup, 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 bup. In fact, it's just a repetition. I'm not even looking at the numbers. It's just the key play. Right. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my god. And I was, and I did like 30 permutations of it before I I got it right. But I was like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Out of the out of the blue, do you lose that information? Your synapse, whatever. Right. There's yeah. a different pathway or something yeah. in your brain, and you just can't figure it out. I've had that happen <sighs> with that exact same thing before many times. Uh, here's a text that says, um, "You ever heard?" A, Wait a minute. Hold on. What? Come on. You got to go that one. Take a full bowel movement in the foyer? No. You ever sit in your friend's car in the parking lot waiting for them to get in and realize you're in the wrong car? <laughs> no. I've gotten in the wrong car thinking it was mine was before. It, this, it was a similar model, right? Oh, yeah. Exact, it wasn't like you exact. got into a like a, uh, a Hummer. No, I've done an identical <laughs> yeah. model. It happened just two weeks ago. I've pulled on the, like, why is my car not opening? What's wrong with this thing? Like, getting Did so it really angry. start yanking on and it? And then you, you pick in. up a brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I looked in and I saw a Diet Coke in the cup holder. I'm like, I don't drink. Diet Wait Coke. a second. <laughs> oh, this, drink that. Yeah, this is not my car. My aunt, that's not my mustache comb. My aunt once, um, <laughs> after her husband passed away, um, got into the passenger seat of her car and sat there for a little bit and was like, "That's right, I'm driving." She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I'll go to Gary. Hey, Gary. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Gary. What's going on, buddy? Uh, when I was in my 20s, I lived with my parents for a while, and um, I was out partying one night, maybe a little too much, smoking those uh, funny cigarettes. Right. And they tend to make me a bit paranoid, as they do a lot of people. So when I got home that night, I went in the house. All the lights were out. I kept them out because I didn't want to wake my parents up. But, and I went in the bathroom. I was all paranoid they were going to find out. I knew my eyes were bloodshot, so I opened up the medicine cabinet and grabbed what I thought was going to be Visine. Oh, no. in, in case they woke up, yeah. my eyes wouldn't be all bloodshot. No, Dad's back medication. <laughs> Dad's back what medication? Well, what do they call that stuff? What's that name? Is it the name brand? The, li- uh, the liquid heat Yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. In my eyes. Oh, oh my God. 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 Well, Gary. at least you can blame your bloodshot eyes on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Woke up the entire house. That's, I mean, that's like tear gas. It's like shoving that in your eyes. So it's like spraying mace in your eyeballs. Did you have to go to the hospital? No, I didn't. I just flushed. I kept my mother, uh, love her, uh, flushed my eye out over and over again. I was in a panic. Oh, of course. Yes. It's going to burn uh, like a mother. uh, We, she kept asking, you know. I ended up not having to go to the hospital or anything. It just cleared up on its own. But but wow. also, you have to remember this, by the way. It's a, it's a good idea to take a look at your medicine cabinet. And I just caught something. I I keep my uh, so that my hemorrhoid medication right next to my pepper spray. Yeah, and that's gonna you know that's an issue waiting that's, to happen. That could yeah. be a problem. Uh, this sounds interesting. I'm going to go to Josh. Hey, Josh, we're talking about a moron alert. Good morning. 
Good morning, Kenny. So the other thing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was sitting at my desk at work, and I had to set up a date on my. I had to set a appointment on my calendar. Yeah. So I'm staring at the cubicle at the calendar, the paper calendar on my wall. Yeah. Trying to get my mouse to click on the date. And are, no you matter what I, are you serious? You're, You're trying to use an analog calendar the way you use a computer. I love the that. I, the same way I try to type my my calculator to dial my phone sometimes. Well, yeah, not, uh, not going between like an iPad and a regular laptop, there'll be times when I when I'm you know nice. now now some of them are are you know one and the same, but uh, occasionally I'll be on my laptop you know tapping the screen like God damn it this mm-hmm. thing's frozen up, but it's not the iPad you no. know it's, yeah. t- tech is now blurring so much that you're. You find yourself doing a lot of that. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you, the phrase in your mind might be, why isn't this thing working? Yeah. You know, why? And what, what's, what is wrong with this thing? Well, the thing is wrong with you <laughs> is what the deal is. Uh, let me go to Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Great. What's up, Jimmy? All right. So I got a little more on alerts uh, similar to what you guys were talking about. So um, I lived in my house about a little over 20 years or so. And sadly, got foreclosed on, you know, yeah. Yeah. But um, I moved in in my girlfriend's house, which lives a little bit further away from my job. Well, one day, just last week, I was just so exhausted. I wanted to go home, wasn't thinking about it, and I pulled right up to my old house, and I didn't realize it until as I was getting out of the car. But that's, I wouldn't even classify, I mean, I get that, but you lived there for 20 years, and you've, yeah, you're, you're just brand new in this new you, place. You still feel like an idiot. I mean, I went yeah. to the wrong school. We've been going to the right. same school for 12 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just routine, <laughs> but... I should have known. Yeah. I should have known. But you were picking up your daughter, too. The that was part is people live there now. So it's like, you know, I'm oh, hearing the stranger pulling up, and it's like, what do you guys know in my house? But I, as I was getting out, I realized that, like, oh, I don't live here. So I just kind of nonchalantly get back in the car, start it up, and take off, and hope nobody saw this. Yeah, I, I killed them all because I thought they were intruders, <laughs> yeah. and I left. Yeah, I mean, you didn't crawl into bed with them. Yeah. But you feel like an idiot because you probably went way out of your way as well. Yeah. So, yep. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. In fact, speaking of going way out of the way, here's a text from a tow truck driver. He said, I had a customer take me three and a half hours in the wrong direction because she recently moved and forgot that she lived in New Jersey now. <laughs> oh, God. no. Really? Oh, yeah. man. Yep. Went to the, we're going to the wrong house. So professionally, uh, I had sent uh, a series of emails out to try and get people to come to the camp out for hunger. Yes. Um, so I basically just composed an email right. that I could send to a few different outlets. The first email was composed to <laughs> Nick Foles uh, yes. and, and his um, his manager or whatever. Right. So the next email I sent was the same exact email, but I sent it to Carson Foles. Carson <laughs> oh, I, Foles. I hit send, He's and I saw Carson Dear Foles. Dear Mr. Foles, oh, I love you on the hockey rink. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, let me send it again. Carson Wentz. And then maybe they'll get that one first instead of Carson Foles. Um, so wait a minute! You sent it to an email address as no, Carson? Or, no, no. It's, so it went. It went to oh, the, the AO1, the yeah. AO1 Foundation sucks. requesting Carson Foles to come to the camp out for hunger. I mean, like I'll excuse when when somebody sends me, you know, to uh, to the Stephen Preston. Show. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Okay, yeah. you just you know, you're, you're in the ballpark. You're, you're, yeah, you got it in the ballpark. But Carson Foles. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, we all dear do Donovan it. McNabb, and you kind of have to understand it. Actually, Bruce Valanche, the people that. 
that um, set up the interview with him said we would love for we would love for the Inquirer to do a story on him, and that came to me, and I was like, I know what they're doing. I'm like, it's yeah. fine, yeah, we'll book them. Yeah, well, gee, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I get him every semester from potential interns. Hi, I would love to work at your newsroom in six ABC. I think I would be great right. in your newsroom. Yeah, I've gotten him sent to the wrong radio station before, but you know, I know, I know what you're doing. Uh, let me see. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. I'm going to mm. go to Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you at work. It's all right, Alyssa. What's up? So my eight-year-old next-door neighbor was over our house, and we have, like, photos on our refrigerator, and she tried to zoom in on one of the pictures. Did she take her fingers and spread them on the picture? Yes. The same way you like. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh-oh. That's when digital wow. meets analog. Right? Yeah. How come you can't do this? And you had? Did you have to explain it to her, Alyssa? Uh, no, but we watched her as she realized it herself. It took longer than it should have. Oh my! Trying god. to enlarge a picture with your fingers. That's really wow. funny. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna maybe take another call, and then and then I want to switch gears and I want to play some of this audio. This might be the only time that we have sure, to do yeah, it yeah. Because we're, we're stacked with guests the rest of the program. But uh, I'm gonna go to Johnny for his moron alert. Hey, Johnny. Good morning, Johnny. Oh, Tony. Joni. Hey, Joni. Hey. No, Tony. T O N. Hey, Tony. Thanks for calling, Tony. It's been great, man. (laughs) Hey, Devin. Tony, do you have a story for us? I do. Go ahead. We're actually, so I'm moving. I live in Wilmington, Delaware, and we're moving. We're getting new Bilco doors, right? So I had to remove all these wires that were blocking the uh, entranceway to the door. And I came home the other night. I was really tired, and I started snipping wires left and right. I come inside to go online, and the Internet's not working. Here, I cut. The cord to my own cable. Oops. Oh, man. I've done something stupid like that I, before. I live in mortal fear because I Thanks, do all Tony. the wiring on, you know, I, I can do all the wiring on the stereo systems and all that stuff, and I do it. So, uh, but I've heard too many stories of people cutting their own cable, their own phone wires, you know. I, you know what I did one time is this, uh, this freaking fire uh, or smoke alarm. Yeah. W- was just constantly giving us grief. And Chirping? It would, it would chirp. <laughs> Yeah, in which you just can't yeah. sleep when that happens. And I replace the battery, blah, 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 this and that. And then it would still do it from time to time. So screw this, man. I'm getting rid of this thing. So I, I take it down on the ceiling, and there's wires yeah, running oh, yeah. up in there. I'm like, I don't care. Boom, I cut the wires. I take them off. It's linked to the entire house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. All of the smoke alarms. Right, right, right. So I essentially destroyed our entire... <laughs> Smoke detection system because in the of house. a bip. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, I, and then the old. Bip, bip, bip. I didn't know. Yeah, you guys ever sit at a uh, stop sign waiting for it to turn green? Oh, of all course. the time. Okay. Yep. So there is the, uh, my oh, wife and one. I firmly contend that there was a stop sign, a stoplight that they turned into a stop sign <laughs> because both she and I sit there right. at uh-huh. the stop sign waiting for it to turn. I'm like, is it just me? And she goes, no, I do the same thing. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait for the just light. Wait for the sign to turn. <laughs> a guy's driving over right now with the go sign. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, well, at the at the beginning of this morning alert, you joked and said, did you fraudulently set up a GoFundMe account? Yes. <laughs> no, that's not what I did. But there is some audio uh, that has come out. So Kate McClure, uh, the gal in this whole scenario with uh, Johnny Bobbitt and uh, the guy D'Amico, or D'Amico, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce his last name. 
So uh, her lawyer is now saying that um, she is a victim in this whole thing and that it was mainly her, the boyfriend, D'Amico's idea to do this. And, and he was the mastermind. And he was a mastermind behind it and that she is went in under the guise of, yes, we're gonna we're gonna fub this uh, flub this a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna fudge it a little bit and get this guy Johnny some money. But we're gonna help him. We're gonna help him. We're gonna make up the thing about the gas, but we're gonna get money for him. So that's that's the story that's being portrayed. We're gonna con people for good, but <laughs> right. they didn't think it was gonna be hundred thousands of dollars. Right. They were, they were hoping to raise a couple of grand or something. Ten, I think, was what right. they, they had put on there, and it got away from. Them. So anyhow, she has. Uh, somehow or another, this was from 6ABC, I believe. They got audio. Uh, she was recording audio of him secretly. Which? I know. I thought you couldn't do that. Uh, well, well, I, well, well I, I agree. Oh, they're in Jersey. Okay. Maybe there, there are different laws about uh, recording someone without their knowledge. That's when this was recorded, I don't know. It's worth listening to because yeah. they're, they're, she's claiming she's a pawn. However, we do know for a fact that there are many... Uh, text messages where she's talking about Shh, this is a secret and I want I want I want the effing money and all of this stuff that implicates her as being more than just a uh, a, a dupe a willing participant but they claim no she was manipulated also I mean this is a criminal case why I know we're going to listen to the audio and this probably isn't what we're going to talk about but why is the lawyer putting this out they're there. trying to muddy it i know but just shush and bring it to court then you know, know. shush because like you know what because they probably first off it's it's probably going to be inadmissible a b oh, really? I, I don't think it really saves her case or makes a case her being an innocent no i know in but it. it's just like it doesn't make sense why they're still talking but to i the mean media. here's up. here's what it does say preston is that somewhere into this she thought i'm going to record it just in case i need to they were already plotting against each other yeah, maybe. when the money started to get excessive. Yeah. All, right, all I know is we have audio. Okay. Yeah. And, and so let's check this out. I've only heard some of it, and I don't know exactly what that, but it's pretty clear. Here yeah. we go. You started the whole thing. You did everything. You started the whole thing. You, you did, did everything. everything. I had no part in any of this, and I'm the one taking the fall. Here, talk into this lapel. Right, okay. So, talk into this flower. I'm sorry, when was this uh, recorded? I don't we know. don't know. I, I think, here, I because I, I listened to, to um, some of the other recordings and some of the reports that were on Good Morning America. I think it was after Johnny Bobbitt brought the civil case against uh, them. So they, this the, is when it all started policy. to go down. Because you can hear her say something along the lines of, you heard what he said, this could be jail time. And she also goes on to say, President, because she knew there on, on, on a GMA, she said, I wonder what George Stephan would think of this. <laughs> no, let me let me play the the other clips. Here we go. This is the second one. You don't go to jail for lying on TV, you dumb. You heard what he said. If this turns into a criminal thing, you don't go to jail for lying on TV. But who made me lie on TV? Who cares? By the way, I think dumb f is a pet name. <clears throat> they yeah. curse a lot. Yeah. Might be. <clears throat> uh, and then here's the only other clip we have. Here we go. What did he say? Can uh, you tell? Uh, one more time. How much you spend in Cali? How much you spend in in Vegas or in Cali? Cali. Twenty five hundred, and then she says, I think thirty seven hundred or something. How much you spend in Cali? And then he says thirty seven hundred. Hang on a second. So just right there is forty thousand. Now you want to talk about everything else? Like you got what you didn't spend a dollar. Stop. I'm not acting like that. I'm not asking. I never said that I didn't spend a dollar. 
So she's saying she she never <clears throat> she's not denying that she spent the money, right? Uh, you know, I guess they're trying to do everything they can to at least uh, mitigate her case a bit. But uh, well, she's there's there's lo- I know out that she might go to jail. Yes, but I mean, you Kathy, lest we forget those texts where her friend says, you know, this you're you're in it. You've you've got to do something, and she and and she Ugh. says, um, I, I don't I don't care. I'm gonna I'm keeping the money. F you very much. Mm-hmm. I'd have shush. to go back and read exactly. That seems what to that me was. to suggest that uh, <laughs> it's not cut and dry that she was a victim of manipulation. I don't know. It would it would depend on when that was. Yeah. If you're sitting on a jury, you have to hear these timelines. And well, you've just done jury duty, so yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, man. It is a pain in the ass deciphering all through, through that stuff. I tell you so. what, this would be a cool case to sit in on. Yeah, You yeah, had insurance for oh, it. My head would explode yeah. trying, to, trying to keep those facts straight. Yeah. And you know what's funny is when I, when I was doing the jury duty, uh, I'm coming up with my own conclusions in my mind yeah. and I'm also thinking... Clearly, everyone else sitting here is thinking the same thing that I am because it looks pretty obvious to me. No. But when we got into <laughs> deliberations, I'm like, you, you don't believe what? what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. There's, How could you not? You know what we I mean? We all it's have crazy. that hubris, though. Well, yeah. surely everyone thinks the way I do. Uh, but yeah. you, I thought a bold move was you getting up and, and, and questioning the witness. Your yeah. Honor, if I may. <laughs> it's all right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a broadcaster. I know what I'm doing here. people. Um, Where were you on the night of October 25th? Is that all the audio you have? That's it. Yeah. Uh, okay, because yeah. there's a point where uh, there's some sort of, like, scuffle or something in the background. And it and it and it sounds like he may grab her or something and she starts crying. Really? Yeah. I heard there's an extra bit of audio where it sounds like there's a uh, chicken singing F you. That's oh, yeah. the Norris Barkley or the Are you sure? I'm sure that there's one part where it sounds like a group of chickens. Do you have that case? Was it Norris Barkley? Who was it? Uh, no, it's Norris Barkley. Yeah. The singer from Norris Barkley. CeeLo? CeeLo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we have the audio. Yeah, here. Okay, here it is. Clear. Very clear. Clear than the other. Clear. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I hear it. Oh, I hear it now. Yep. I would yeah. use this in court to show that a certain <laughs> levity. Yeah, that she's human. Yeah. For crying Your Honor, I'd like to present to you a chorus of singing chickens, <laughs> which I believe will exonerate my client. Your Honor, we would like to call uh, Gene Simmons to yeah. the witness stand, please. It's clear these chickens are jo- enjoying what they're doing, <laughs> and we're complicit in the act of bilking the GoFundMe donors out of money. What's Gene Simmons doing here? I'm a big fan of chicken. <laughs> I think it's a good protein source for any salad and a quick meal on the go. Oh, <laughs> this uh these court proceedings have run away from us. <laughs> really? <laughs> Nothing to do with the So trial. the so the, the lawyer though is is saying that it was uh and I believe he used the term an abusive relationship. Well yeah, th- so that yeah. was that was I think probably where he got uh I guess they're, or they, why he made that comment because there is that audio. They will have to they'll have to go a a good length to prove that it was so abusive that she and listen, this is not you know, we all feel very betrayed by this uh, yeah. by this deal, and obviously, the good part is that GoFundMe has already, I believe, instituted proceedings to pay back everyone who donated. Yeah, but um, you know, I think everyone's going to be very reticent to believe that she was. Yeah, robotically doing what he told They're her. They're all you know? going down. They, yeah, <laughs> more, yeah, to to, you know? to one to one extent or another. Exactly. If the chickens and, 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 have and, their way. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, but and but I think that. <laughs> 
I think that obviously her lawyer is going to try to lessen the blow as much as sure. possible right. for her, sure. and that may be the case. She may get less than than, than the other two. <laughs> Thank you for the text, by the way, that says this is for, this is from the Muppets movie. <laughs> this is not. Is the, it really? Yeah, this is not actual audio. No, no, from no. That. no. Yeah. We have a we, uh, we not, have a source at NBC Ten. Like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just saying who originally did the song was CeeLo, but the, the, it's the chickens that are the ones that are performing this particular song. So. Very talented chickens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For a good meal on the go. Okay, uh, and with that, we shall take a break. Uh, I do want to remind you we have a new Daily Rush video that is up and running. And it's called Preston is Packing a Flounder. <laughs> uh, Kathy gives Preston tips on cleaning his dirty ass and how to use a butt tampon. Uh, you can watch that now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's newest comedy club, oh. restaurant, and bar. So check that out when you get a chance. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Coming back in a moment, uh, the B-File is up next. And uh, Bruce Valanche is going to be here this yes. morning. As well as other guests we'll tell you about when we return. Stay up. 2018, MMR celebrates 50 years rockin' Philly. And the best fans a radio station could ever have. We've been doing this special weekend thing all year and hope you've enjoyed the trip with us one year at a time. For this final weekend in the series, we'll journey back to the very beginning and focus on 1968 and 69, our first year and a half, including what started it all, the Marconi experiment. We We saw saw man man land on on the moon, moon. Elvis make a comeback on TV, and the Beatles' last public performance on the roof of Apple Records. Oh, and that whole Woodstock thing. At MMR, the DJs had new music from Jimi Hendrix, the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, Cream, The Doors, Pink Floyd, The Who, CSNY, The Animals, and so many more from 1968 and 69. Listen all weekend as we highlight another page from our scrapbook of shared musical memories. Sponsored by Benari Duelers in Exton in Newtown Square. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that's rocked Philly for 50 amazing years. You know what I'll do in uh, in preparation for the parade? I'll just fatten up a little bit. That's there you go. Do. Our friends from uh, Hatfield Meats are here this morning, and they brought some great food. If I eat enough of it, it might help me out. But I want to thank Chef Jen because she made some really great food. Breakfast fried rice, which has some butternut squash in it, some kale, some ham. It's, really, it's really, really good. Uh, and pit ham and pomegranate fig glaze with slider rolls. Mm. So pitted. Damn good. It's so pitted. Uh, and she brought some kale slaw and mac and cheese and ham and cheese corn muffins. I mean, really, really good stuff. So um, their meats come in a variety of sizes, flavors, and cuts. Their uncured ham is a perfect two-pound portion that is nitrate and nitrite-free. So uh-huh. you can check them out at simplyhatfield.com. Um, let's uh, mention one quick thing before we do the Bizarre File because we made this announcement the other day. In case we need to get word on when we're going to start doing giveaways for this. Okay. Uh, but it's the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle 2018 this is the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, so if you end up getting on board and winning passes, make sure you wear your ugly sweater because you can win some extra prizes. Uh, but it'll be Thursday, December 20th, just kind of a save-the-date type of thing until I get the go-ahead on giveaways. Uh, but uh, you have to win your way in, and you need to know a thing or two about the President Steve Show in order to be a winner if you get randomly chosen out of the crowd. It's game show style. Yes. Got to know your trivia about the show. New bigger room, new yeah. bigger presentation, the whole damn deal. Parks Casino inside the new Excite Center. So we're wonderfully excited about all the new possibilities. And it's presented by Parks Casino. Get lucky no time. Miller Lite. Remember, it's Miller time. Stay true. So we'll get you 
all that information very, very soon. Let's do the B five now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning it's brought to you by Patient First Physicians, X rays, lab tests, and prescription drugs. 19 medical centers conveniently located in eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey. Visit patientfirst.com. A man who had his life transformed after getting a $100,000 bionic penis revealed that he was trapped in the house for three weeks after the surgery with a constant Woody. Really? Yes. Andrew Wardle. Appeared on uh, This Morning Today in Britain. No Buzz Lightyear? To chat about the life-changing surgery after he was born with an extremely rare condition that meant that he was born with his bladder on the outside of his body. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. One testicle and no penis. However, this is amazing that they could do this. After five years of surgery, doctors have created one for him, and now he is looking to start a family with his wife, Fedra, Fedra Fabian. Fedra Fabian, who was just recently blown into the other apartment. (laughs) The procedure... (laughs) Technically called uh, phalloplasty. Yes. Was first proposed in 2010 and officially started taking place in 2015. Now complete. He was also able to finally have relations with his wife for the first time of after years of associating the act with pain. Yes. And his penis can run 60 miles an hour. Uh, the bionic penis has a pressure button to get it working. Explaining the procedure, Andrew revealed that he had skin, nerve, and muscle grafts from his arm and back. Wow. He said the skin comes from your arm with the muscle, and they take nerves and veins from your back all over the place, really. He said, I'm completely shocked to see what they can Scratch my back. I uh, revealed in order to complete the procedure and to ins- ensure that everything in, in it stretched correctly, Oof. he was left in pain and housebound for three weeks as he was left with a three-week-long, you know, yeah, wo- Woody. Woody. Uh, he said it was very uncomfortable. I had to stay in it basically for three weeks, but they had to do that in order to stretch everything out, you know, so it's normal. So what was he uh, – there's a whole series of issues he'd have to deal with. Just basic urination would require you to kind of get prone over the toilet. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but the, he uh, revealed that he finally was able to have sex with his wife in an intimate moment together at their home. Listen to this. Uh, Fedra said, it only lasted around 30 minutes. <laughs> Really? 30, 30 minutes? minutes. Forget that. <laughs> Dear Lord. Wow. Yeah. Way to set the bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I was really nervous to... Uh, he is the bar. <laughs> I was really nervous not to cause any pain, which is usually the other way around, isn't it? And it was just really magical. said, so because we know each other very well, so this was the cherry on top. Literally. For a 30-minute session. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities in South Carolina are hoping to identify a man disguised in bunny ears in connection with stolen deer cameras. <laughs> the, the old story. Yeah, the sheriff's office posted... Looks like the work of the bunny ear bandit. The sheriff's office posted photos to social media that show several people described as persons of interest in the case. Uh, the sheriff's office needs your assistance in identifying the sub- subjects captured on surveillance in photos, the post said. Bonus points if you can identify the bunny. Several people commented on the man's bunny disguise, which was at one point called the worst disguise ever. So he's stealing cameras used for deer. Yeah, you can see his face completely. In the wild, but he's wearing pink bunny ears for some reason. Uh, A hunter was rescued from his tree stand 40 feet in the air Monday morning after he fell backward and got stuck hanging upside down. He was working his way up the tree at about 7 a.m., When he slipped off the stand and his feet became caught in the rigging, 
Uh, the hunter had not yet connected his safety harness to the tree when he fell back, making his stuck tree his his stuck feet the only thing preventing him to uh, from falling to the ground. And in fact, it pretty much saved his life. And then the deer found out. Right. And then, they, <laughs> then they got him. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, the man managed. Hey, to call, big man. Uh, it's called nine one one, and rescue crews found him at seven twenty five a.m. about a half a mile into the woods. Now I don't hunt, but I would. Uh, the idea of of the uh, one of these. Stands up in a tree. Seems kind of cool. It seems really cool. It does, right? Absolutely. It's basically like having a tree fort. Yeah. The uh, man's coat slid off during the slip, exposing him to the cold weather. Temperatures there at the time were recorded at about 25 to 30 degrees. They're not that expensive. Uh, Given the location and precarious nature of how the man was hanging, the technical rescue team was called to get him down. And uh, while rescue. Cut the tree down. (laughs) While Cruz worked on a plan, a firefighter scaled the tree and secured him to it with safety rope in case uh, his stand gave away. The hunter told rescuers that he had lost all feeling in his legs and he would be unable to climb down himself. Uh, Rescue crews and medical staff kept him warm on the tree. After that, though, though, he did have a three-week boner. And they rigged a rope system to get him to safety and down to the ground. Uh, If you've ever been upside down or, you know, you do a handstand for a little bit, it starts to, you know, becomes painful. Yep. Uh, Casey, we have audio of this. See if you can find this for me. A parrot's squawking impersonation of a smoke alarm led to firefighters being called out to a home. A crew arrived at the property after the alarm was heard three times. Well, they, they cleaned out a smoke detector at the home. But they heard the noise again, and the crew discovered the alarm noise was coming from one of two pet birds impersonating the sound. And we have audio. I haven't heard this yet, so here we go. That's a bird. And the other bird singing the music. That is a bird. (laughs) Isn't that wild? That's spot on. Uh, so dumb. A spokesman. What's that? So dumb. Oh, it's a bird. I forgot. (laughs) Wait till it does Christopher Walken. I forgot. There's a fire in the house, and I just took a dump on newspaper. Uh, a spokeswoman said, uh, we've never had that happen before. It was amazing. She the, said, the fact that they can replicate those sounds, yeah. it just blows me away. Yeah, she said it appeared that the smoke alarm had gone off incorrectly for the first time and then was twice mimicked. By one of the birds. You want one more bird story, Kathy? Please. She's such a fan. I hope it's... (laughs) There is a jewel-encrusted pigeon looking for a home. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Knew it. The Arizona Republic reports someone found the fine-feathered friend near an intersection last week and brought it to a rescue center. And apparently it was wearing a little vest with all these... All these little, uh, like, bedazzled things on there, little rhinestones and so forth. So we know that it was obviously in the pigeon chorus. Uh, And they were wondering, they they questioned, is he Liberace or the rhinestone cowboy? It was more hysterical than anything. The organization posted the picture. But the vest served a purpose, right? It was, it was like a like a like a pigeon diaper apparently. Yes, exactly. It would hold so it wouldn't yeah. poop and all. So it was a domesticated animal, right? With a uh, little bit of flair. A woman found uh, the bird on her back patio. It wouldn't fly away. She said that she took it to the the bedazzled bird to Kieran's rescue last Sunday because she was worried an animal would eat him. Do vests occur in nature? He was in her back patio and he kept coming up to the sliding glass door, looking like he wanted to come in. Kieran says it's not uncommon for people to keep pigeons as pets. I know elk will sometimes fashion cummerbunds. Uh, she claims the pigeon appeared friendly. 
friendly and well taken care of by the owner, and per- apparently it perches comfortably on your shoulder, which is something that birds won't do in the wild. So, huh. yeah, they're trying to track down this person who had the vest. It was uh, the vest reportedly catches and holds bird droppings so they don't get all over a house. <laughs> so you assume it, ha- it would have to be changed, though, right? You I would think so, yeah. Did you just find a picture of it, Kathy? Have no, you seen no, it? Uh, I haven't She's seen it. She's ordering one. It's pretty classic. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Uh, looks like we are going to give away some beer. How about Ooh. this, man? I have a case of Yards Brawler, 16-ounce pounders. Looks nice. Like. Caller number 17 at 215-263-WMMR. Yards Brawler beer is 4.2% ABV. Smooth and malty and the perfect flavor profile when you're tired of pumpkin-spiced everything. You can pick up a case of pounders at the beer shop in Ardmore. So caller 17, if you're at least 21 years of age, we're going to set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR is the number. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Bruce Valanche will be in our studio tell you about the show based on his book and where and when you can get tickets and all that stuff be right back hi Hi. i'm alexa amazon's voice activated personal assistant alexa will take you right to mmr's brand new skill it's the easiest way to open the station live stream and our audio on demand simply say alexa open mmr even if you don't know our next guest, you know our next guest. Uh, he wrote the Oscars for 23 years. He's a guy behind a lot of stuff that you've heard and seen over the years. Legendary stuff. Six-time Emmy Award winner. Uh, his birthday is in three what? days. Yeah, he's excited about that, I'm sure. And his <laughs> show, A Sign of the Times, is premiering on the 28th at the Delaware Theater Company. Please welcome Mr. Bruce Philander. Yeah. To the show. Nice. The original Pitham. <laughs> the original Pitham right here in our studio. Yeah. I didn't even mention the Hollywood Squares, of course, but you spent a number of years. I did, six years. Yeah. Uh, to the left of Whoopi, if that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. These days, it'd be very difficult to get to the left of Whoopi. You know, Bruce, I have to say, a lot of times we meet people and like, I hope they are the way we want them to be. And this is a compliment. You are Bruce Valanche, and Michael. it's awesome. Thank you. Yes, very cool. Because so, I'm frequently mistaken for Michael Moore. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they oh cut, no, like, no, no. He would wear red glasses. Yes, he doesn't have and, your fashion sense. And I've never had a baseball hat on in my life, you know. <laughs> yeah. Even when I played baseball. Michael I Moore. Well, there you I go. I know, I get that. I yeah. that. And Amy Schumer. I get her, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just because she's pregnant, I'm convinced. Okay. And you're wearing a classic uh, t-shirt, one of your classic t-shirts. I'm wearing, uh, Bruce Valange, yes. Oh, it's, but it's uh, it, it tells a story. So you have yeah. to really kind of see. It's different kinds of asses. <laughs> Jack, oh kick, God. dumb. Badass and smart. smart. Yes. You know, it's, I like uh, it. Hey, about the red glasses, how many yeah. sets do you have at, uh, at well, home, on the go? Yeah. When I was on Squares, I had different glasses for every show. Yeah. Okay. I had hundreds of pairs of glasses. And, uh, Maybe you assume you had a sponsor of sorts? Or no, something. that was the problem. You were picking up just, the cost. I was doing it. And when the prescription changed, yeah. I realized I had to take a second mortgage. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I settled on red because Sally Jesse Raphael, who was the red glasses queen, right. had retired. And so I thought, okay, I've got this market open, and okay. so now it's just so I have a f- you know just a few okay backups, but gotcha. uh, and I I keep looking for exotic red glass frames. Well, we're, we're we're thrilled you're here because it's a sign of the times uh, is your musical. It is, and uh, I think the idea of being able to see a, a musical you know on its way to Broadway is an awesome thing. It's almost like seeing a director's cut. Of something, That's you know, true. and yeah. and you're you're getting you're getting all of that stuff that goes into making theater wonderful, mm-hmm. and uh, so let us uh, let us in on what the uh, the whole uh, concept well, behind the sign of the times is. 
It's uh, it's actually it's it's a musical about a girl in Columbus, Ohio, in 1965, who right. goes to New York and walks into the world of Mad Men, and she, of course, is uh, objectified and you know taken advantage of, and has all these adventures. And by the end of the show, she's become one of the early feminists. So it, basically, it's about a woman finding herself. And when we started doing it, we had no idea that Me Too was actually going to happen. Right. And when Me Too happened, we suddenly realized, oh my God, we're relevant. <laughs> Holy, it's just allowed for a musical. Can you be relevant? Yeah. However. The music is all from uh, Petula Clark from ni- the mid-60s. Oh, that's and awesome. It's all of Petula's catalog. She didn't write it, but it's, uh, it's all of her stuff. And so it's all familiar music. So uh, I ask people to think Mamma Mia. Please think Mamma Mia. <laughs> Don't think Mamma Mia 2 necessarily. Right, right. Mamma Mia 1. You I got gotcha. you. Because it's, it's all songs that you know in a story that's brand new. Well, you when you started you, your your desire, I, reading about you and about your, your early days, you wanted to basically be a Neil Simon. You wanted to, you yeah, know. Yeah, I did. I, well, I wanted to be uh, Zero Mostel. I wanted to be, you know, one of those, Jackie right. Gleason, with the, the fat comic. <laughs> Because yeah, I was a fat kid, and I thought this is funny. I could be this like the sidekick of the of the the girl or whatever, and and that was that. And I was a child actor. For, Were you I in was, fact a model for? Lane I was Bryan? A, mo- a model for Lane Bryant. I was a charming chub. A charming. They chub. had a, a chub. Well, Lane Bryant, you know, specializes in in uh, large women, right? And uh, there apparently were not enough of them, <laughs> so they went into a large child line. <laughs> okay. And I was uh, one of the poster child, the large child. Uh, you, the, you could not get oh away with that classification these no, days. It was, no, it was charming. Out. That was yeah, the other way. Stylish stuff. Yeah, you graduated. Then I became a husky. Yes. You know, which is neither man nor boy. <laughs> it's just you're in that nether world of, right. where nothing fits you. True, yeah. So uh, I was a child model and I was a child actor, but I was never a child star, or we'd be having this conversation in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of moved into writing and I began that as a career, and I've never stopped performing. In fact, I'm performing I, while I'm here plugging Saturday night. In Peddler's Village. Oh, it's at the, awesome. the Cock and Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They have both of which shows. I have some acquaintance to. <laughs> uh, I will be at the Cock and Bull on Saturday night, 8 30, yeah. in Peddler's Village, telling stories and, and doing uh, my one man extravaganza, which is about all the stuff I've done in show business. No which, which is voluminous. And so you, you, it is voluminous. You, yeah. so with, I mean, with, I, it's a ridiculous career. But it's, but it's, it's funny because, <laughs> by, by, in a circuitous way, you got to where you wanted to be. I know. Yeah. I, I figured that. Well, you know, that. That was how Woody Allen and Mel Brooks did it. Yeah, and so I thought, okay, I mean, I could see we could, you could just be a, you know, kind of a, a an annoying Jewish person like me and become a big actor. <laughs> well, that hasn't happened. I mean, I did hairspray for two years. I became a big actress, right? So. Which is a great, a great. So you know, any a musical, and, and as of late on TV, they've been presenting them. I think a they lot do of, them live. Yeah, they do them live, and I think a lot of people have been turned on to. I love going to see musicals. I love going to see the one. My one issue with many of the, and we talked about this, Preston, is that the theaters that you go to see them in were constructed, many of them like in the turn of last century, and the seats were made for people of that time. That is true. And my knees are on someone else's head as you as you watch. It's uncomfortable, but. Um, you know, when you when you go and see it, and you see an actual, they just Preston, mm-hmm. you just you over in we were over in London and yeah. saw a live theater. Yeah, I went. To There's see nothing the, like it. Yeah, the play that goes wrong and That's hysterical. It was I so much fun. It I, really is. I love going very, to live shows. Funny. I don't do it nearly enough. Uh, but uh, it's it's such a great experience, and it's got to yeah. be for the people on stage. It has to be. Oh, yeah. You know, you hear about people saying that theater is where they would even, you know, this is the real feeling. Right, right, right. I get that. I totally get that. When sure, it's it's live connected. and it's connecting with an actual real person up there and it's on an intimate scale. 
So, I mean, even when it's big, it's still on a, on a more intimate scale than uh, than film or, or you know, or going to a hockey arena sure. to, sure. To, for a concert. Hey, there, there's a different vibe. So you got started, you were working, I guess, were you writing for the Chicago Tribune? I was uh, writing for the Chicago Tribune. I met Bette Midler, who was starting out. She was on Broadway in Fiddler on the Roof. Playing one of the daughters. Are you kidding? No, yeah, she was at Cycle. This is this is before the. Uh, so she was still she was doing the the the, she, the other stuff on the side, right? Right. Well, she uh, she would go to a little club, mm-hmm. uh, and and do stuff afterwards, and then she came to Chicago to do that act, and that was when I met her. Somebody told me I should go see her, and I wrote about her, and I wrote a column, and she liked the column. She said, "You're funny." I said, "Well, you should talk more on stage." And she said, "You got any lines?" And that was the beginning. And that that you were off and running from the Paleozoic period. We no started kidding. writing, and then she went. And, uh, uh, she couldn't get a gig, so she answered uh, an ad in one of the show business uh, magazines in New York for uh, to sing at a, at a gay bathhouse. Yes, a Turkish bath, and uh, and that was that kind of the legend was born. Well, she became kind of uh, a destination resort. Yeah, so when uh, Barry Manilow came into the picture, that was when Barry Barry yeah. was her piano. But Barry yeah. uh, came into the picture on the very first night at the Tubs, which was what we called the Baths at the Tubs, uh, when her uh, piano player came down with mono. Remember mono? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a pleasant right. disease. disease. You got it. You got it. Yeah, got yeah. cured. It wasn't. Right. But you know, he got mono. So um, <laughs> now you know everything's deadly. Right. right. And was, okay. Mono. Don't kiss me. You won't get mono. Okay. <laughs> so he got mono, and uh, he uh, called Barry, who was a friend of his. And Barry came and subbed, and he had no idea. You know, he was just sitting playing at the piano and looking at her. And and there's a little video, and he's like, his mouth is just agape. But what's, yeah. you know, what's going on? Well, and he signed on. He said afterwards, he said, "I'm going to be a music director. That's it. You're too good. I'm. I can't let go of you." People oh. don't remember that that her show and that the presentation at that time was was just she was telling stories and she had the sass and the whole thing. And then yeah. it, so you you also worked on uh, on Divine. I Madness. did all of the stuff. Yeah, I middlerized everything. Middlerized everything. Yeah. And so you're off, off and running. Writing, writing. you've written for so many other comedians, and, mm. and you have uh, you became, in fact, there was a documentary called Get Bruce. That's right? true. Yeah. I know, produced by Harvey Weinstein. What? Who mm. never laid a hand on me. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Screw me, too. Why not me? That's my Why hashtag. Oh my really? God. I didn't even put that together, but yeah, I guess that's the case. Come on with the open bathrobe. I'm here. <laughs> I wanted to ask about about writing for the Oscars telecast. Are you the one that's responsible for these celebrities? They come up and and you know have to read a few lines. I, I do a lot of that. Now yeah. with that, um, have you seen? Great lines have you written just destroyed by somebody who couldn't deliver it oh, properly. Yeah. Had to have, right? Yeah, it happens. It just happens. It's, well, you know, most of these uh, movie stars are not used to being uh, working live. Right. I mean, the the the, the, the whole Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway thing. I mean, Warren has rarely done anything where he didn't do a second take. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he was stuck up there with that. But it's that the problem is they don't they don't really know who they are when they're on stage. They mm-hmm. haven't got. There's no Keanu Reeves persona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, right, I right. mean, there's no Johnny Depp persona. <laughs> right. I mean, Johnny Depp hasn't played the palace as Johnny Depp. You know, it's like Billy Crystal knows who he is when he's on stage. And right. Whoopi knows who she is. And I used to say Shirley MacLaine knows who she is. And she knows who she was. So right. it's much, much easier. Yeah. But um, so that's generally that's when those things happen. You try not to give them stuff that they can go down in flames with. It's, and, it's but, gotta... you know, sometimes they just they want to do that. They want to show you it. My my. Worst was when was Keanu actually because we tried to do a Bill and Ted thing. You know? Okay, I mean, and these 
like. Do you, you remember know. the joke that he I, botched? I don't. I, okay. You know, it's blocked from, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, analysts have built swimming pools on the money I've spent blocking this joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can imagine, though, because you're, you're, that is that. And, and as things have gotten over the years and the ratings have, have steadily declined for, for the Academy Awards, just because there's just a lot more on to watch. Yeah. And people forget about it and they, they shift it around. But the focus of the planet was on, especially when you did, for, for example, the, uh, the 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 year that City Slickers won and Palanch did the one yeah, on yeah. Push Up. You were riffing with with uh, Billy Crystal and creating yeah. all those lines that were coming up, and it was it was one of the high watermarks in in uh, yeah. in Oscars telecast history. That's, well, that's we won an Emmy for that. Yeah, one. And I, that just amazing. Was- that was why it's very meta to win an Emmy for an Oscar. <laughs> I've done it twice, and it gets more meta as you go along. It is weird when you'll see the, the director that. of the Oscars win an Emmy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's just a weird thing. Right. And then proposed to his girlfriend. Right, right, right. yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Uh, but to, so, so over the years, writing, writing on that and the, the different encounters and the backstage stuff, how kinetic is it? How much is done on the fly? I assume that was a rarity where you, you know, had that opportunity. We we plan well after that ever since then we planned on things i mean you discover that the host is on pretty much uh, uh, once in every act of the show for right the, uh, and there are about 18 acts of the thing so maybe he'll, you'll skip an act uh, but so you have to you see where where the host is in the show what's what they're following right right and so you have an idea if you put the host after a documentary and let's say Michael Moore is nominated. The odds are something will happen during that award presentation right. that the host can comment on, which is exactly what happened with Steve Martin that year when, when Michael won and, and uh, they began booing him because he did a, a, some Iraq joke or yeah. a, a reference to the war. And the stagehands began booing him. And uh, Steve came on. We were sitting in the wings. Sure. And we said, well, we have to do something with this. And so we all began throwing jokes. And it was a great group that year. Rita Rudner was one of the writers. Wow. Dave Barry was one of the writers, and we were just shouting jokes at Steve. And so Michael Moore left the stage, and there was a commercial, and Steve came out after the commercial and said, so sweet backstage that the stagehands are helping Michael Moore into the trunk of his car. (laughs) 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 And that's got to be a... There's got to be... That's that's uh, the... My my absolute favorite that was was not on the Oscar was on the Tony Award. Okay. Okay. And it was... uh, because uh, CBS <laughs> carries the Tonys, they they want C- a CBS TV stars to be on. Right. So of course they uh, they said we had to have LL Cool J, <coughs> who you when you think Broadway, you think <laughs> LL Cool J because he's on NCIS Los Angeles. Exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Big CBS star. Right. Yeah. And uh, he's hosted the Grammys. He'd hosted Grammys sure. for years. So anyway, so we had LL Cool J, <laughs> and so we put him with Carol Channing. Because we thought, who two? What two people would you want to see more yeah. than LL Cool J and Carol Channing? Brilliant. And uh, so uh, I thought, well, this would be funny. I'll give Carol a rap to yeah. do with LL Cool J. So we wrote her a rap. And I told him LL, and he thought it was a very funny idea. And she thought, oh, I think that's hysterical. And, <laughs> and then we got there. And, of course, she said, well, you know, I haven't learned yet. Yeah. Oh, no. But it's, it's in the prompter, isn't it? Oh, and I no. said, yes. Yeah. But I, I, I can't read the prompter without my I won't wear my glasses. And... Uh, <laughs> And, so, and she put on these glasses, and she had these gangster glasses. Right, yeah. Huge square frames with, like, a Our, tint in them. Yeah. And, uh, and she was wearing what could get pass for bling. <laughs> and Ella said, well, just go out. You look great. Just go out. You, know, look, right. you look like you're in my posse. And so the, the two of them went out there, and they did it together. And it was 
very funny. I mean, she really did it great. It was a huge thing. Hugh Jackman was the host that year. Yeah. And after, the, again, there was a commercial after the award, and then Hugh came out and he said, this just in, Carol Channing has been arrested in a drive-by shooting. <laughs> 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 you gotta love that. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. And you were actually, do you like, because I know music is, is you, you've you you've written lyrics, and do you, in fact, write music as well? I write, I write lyrics. Okay. I don't write music. I've so, written... in, in fact, when, when uh, Bette Midler, the, the second to the last uh, Carson Tonight Show, yeah. uh, you wrote that uh, song. Well, I wrote it with Mark Shaman, right. who's, you know, a, a composer, lyricist who wrote Hairspray. And uh, we've been all, we've been a team for years with Bette. You Made Me Watch You was the name of the song? Or was it what? Uh, we, you Made Me Watch You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Made Me Love You, turned it into You Made Me Watch You. That, that's right. To be, to be a part of, and you've been a, a, a part of a number of pivotal, that's always mm-hmm. references one of the, 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 the great TV landmark moments. TV I, moments. Yeah, it is. She won an Emmy for that, yeah. actually. She won. And, the, and what, what uh, a lot of people don't remember is that was the last, like the next to the last Carson show on Friday. And on Monday, Jay Leno took over the show and Billy Crystal was the guest. And Mark yes. and Billy wrote a parody of that. Yeah. Right, Of right. the parody of the parody. I remember. You made me watch me watch yes, you. I didn't right. want to do it. I, my I, agent right. or my agent really blew That's it. Right. So it was hilarious. <laughs> I remember that vividly. And you wrote that. Yeah. That's great. Co-wrote it. Co- Co-wrote Does it, it amaze you when you think about the way things have changed with the, the when something would happen like that, like the like that moment or the Palance moment at the Oscars or things that you were directly involved with, the vast numbers of people watching at once We'll, we'll never have a time like that. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the thrill of writing the Oscars. It's like playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. if you're going to play football, you want to be in the Super Bowl. And the Oscars is the Super Bowl of that kind of stuff. And it's live. And the bizarre thing about that show is people who don't go to the movies watch it. Yeah. Yeah, people who don't watch television watch it. I mean, you have an audience, a large por- percentage of whom have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they, you know, when you say, when you're referencing the movies of the year, you right. say, Mahershala Ali, they have no idea who you're talking <laughs> right, about. Right, right. And uh, so that's the challenge, is to is to keep them entertained, mm-hmm. along with the people in the theater who are, of course, so nervous, you know. I mean, as, as I've said before, the... Uh, what people forget is that there are, are uh, five five uh, nominees in each category, and one person wins, and and four of them don't. Yeah. So, and as the evening progresses, the room fills up with losers. <laughs> it's true. And they're bitter. <laughs> they're bitter, yeah. and they're not paying attention. Yeah. And, you know. So you'll do a great joke, and they're sitting there, and they're wondering, "I gotta fire that." <laughs> <laughs> this I would have won if this guy come through for the mother. I'm gonna call. Now they can do it. They can sit there and they can text people on their they phone. They can fire yeah. them as they're sitting there on yes. national television <laughs> texting away so it's a, it's become it's an interesting dynamic yeah. yeah so what that means is that, that you're not going to get the full attention of the crowd sure sure uh, if you're just jumping in, it's Bruce Valanche is our guest in the studio, and uh, his uh, his musical, A Sign of the Times, based on his uh, book, uh, is or it is based on a book, correct? Am I right? No, it's that? an no, original. it's not based on a book. Okay, sorry. Uh, premieres on the 28th at the Delaware Theater Company. If you want to get tickets, it's a sign of the times dot com. And Nick, you had a question. Yeah, Bruce, are you uh, not on social media? And if so, why not? I'm, I, I am on Facebook. Okay, yeah, I, don't, I twat not. Yeah, <laughs> you don't twat. I, I don't twat. Yeah. I don't twat. I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Instagram. I don't take pictures. I don't do. No, it's. I'm not. I'm not that big a narcissist. It was a thrill to me to discover that after all these years. 
narcissist. <laughs> but if I really was a narcissist, I probably wouldn't look like this. <laughs> it's just interesting. It's an interesting comedian, point, though, yeah. A comedian who um, uh, is avoiding social media on a lot of levels, and it's a, yeah, I, I, I admire it a little I bit. I find it just it, people get into, get into trouble on it, and yeah, I don't want to pick fights with strangers. I have family for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, and this is, you know, coming up Thanksgiving, the, the family fight oh, yeah. holiday of the year, you know, yeah. where everybody gets to... To to you know be mad at everybody else and blame it on the tryptophan. Yeah, no, it gets it gets amped up exponentially. But but uh, uh, let me ask you, with the cast that's involved in this production that people that people will see, um, uh, you know, twenty uh, eighth at the yeah. Delaware Theater Company, is this the cast that will pour it over to Broadway? Well, hope yeah. hopefully, if we go to Broadway after right. I mean, this is a, like a pilot production, we're going to see. How, it might get a little bit bigger for Broadway. But, how hard yeah. is that process at any given time? I know we, we talk about like uh, TV pilots and so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, now you you have a pedigree attached to your name, and that's yeah. you know that's something. <laughs> do, do do you will will that uh, you know is it likely it's, you'll end up on Broadway? Uh, it depends on the producer. Okay, it's an independent producer from Chicago, and with this production is the Delaware Theater Company production. Right. So we will see what happens with it. We did a, a lab production up in Connecticut at Good Speed, which is a, a theater lab that does uh, a lot of new musicals, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, when when Delaware, we did a workshop in New York, and uh, Delaware expressed an interest in doing the show and i was i thought well fabulous yeah and cheryl crow had done a musical there she did a musical of diner hmm. the the old barry Levinson Love movie, that barry movie. Levinson. yeah and i called cheryl and she said oh do it they're great it's a fabulous theater the audiences are wonderful in wilmington and uh, it, you'll learn a lot about your show doing it that's very now cool. diner hasn't gone on yet it will yeah it will and uh hopefully so will we but Art- it's a, it's great that there's an audience in Wilmington and in, you know, as I drove up here from Wilmington, so I got to see everything from, uh, you know, chicken farms to convents. To, uh, right. <laughs> yes. I mean, we took a very exotic route sure. through the back hills. There was a banjo player in a tree looking at me <laughs> lovingly. <laughs> and uh, so the audience from this net part of the woods is obviously really special and and they yeah. they show up they come to the theater. that's awesome so, yeah. so this it. uh this show takes place in around 1965 yeah uh, i was just i took an uber the other night and the guy that was driving we started talking and uh we were just talking he was talking about his past and he was uh he was drafted in the vietnam war and i know that this is part of this or at least it was in that era yeah uh so you were around you're you're turning yeah no big secret you're turning 70 in, in mm-hmm. a few days yeah. <laughs> uh were you ever uh you know uh thinking oh, i could be send off if uh if they call my always number. i yeah. mean I, yeah i was drafted i had Were you i really? yeah my had there was a lottery and my number was 151 and they got to it and we had to go down and take the physical and uh and and do all of that and then you know we just we weren't called up i mean but i did i i did what was called checking the box with there was a box of questions and it said are you uh, uh are you a practicing homosexual yeah and i i wrote a little thing no i've got it down <laughs> 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 but the, 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 the shrink, the shrink said, "Well, this is funny. Is it a joke?" And I said, "No, no, it's real." And yeah. then, then you know, they have to ask you all these really ridiculous questions, right? To, uh, of that time, of that, yeah. Well, yeah. You, that you had to prove that you knew about what, what gay sex was like. Oh, mm-hmm. in case you were trying to phone it in, exactly for, yeah, right. I, and this was where they would like eliminate the straight guys who were pretending. Oh, I, I would love to hear that test. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can't do it on this no, show. No, but, 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 I'm going to look that but up. Just, it wow. may be my next musical. That's got to be. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be amazing. So. You know, it, it's like it's when you you talk of a time when they. I think there's a documentary. I think it's called Atomic Cafe, and it yeah. it's it's of that time when when. 
students were instructed to get under their desk during a nuclear war because that would protect yeah, them. Duck and cover. Yeah, duck yeah. and cover, exactly. So these these, these things, though, but that's that's fascinating. Do you cover some of this archaic material a little bit in the, uh, in not, the show? Well, Vietnam certainly factors into it. One of our characters winds up going to Vietnam, but uh, uh, it is absolutely a part of it. Okay. And, and she... Uh, uh, our lead character comes to New York and and all of, becomes a part of all of this. Becomes a part of the protest movement and there's a general yeah. fascination with that time and like Mad mm-hmm. Men captured it. It's just yeah. because there's so many things happening at once. There was this massive confluence of things taking mm-hmm. place, and yet pop culture was exploding as well. And yeah. there was just it was, it was it's a cool right. time. It is it is great. Yeah. And, and the music, this particular music, Petula stuff, and the stuff that we've gone. Chosen everything had to be from sixty five and sixty six. Right. It's her music in particular was really theatrical. I mean, because it, that was after the British invasion, the Beatles and the Stones and all that, and before psychedelia came in. Yeah. There was a period where every pop thing was done in a studio with a full orchestra. Right. And you hear all these huge arrangements, and they're the same kind of arrangements you would hear on Broadway. It was that Phil. There was a Phil Spector. Exactly big right. Wall yeah. Of the sound. wall yeah. of sound. That yeah. was the L.A. thing, and then in, in New York and in London, it was. You know, 30 people, lots of horns. Yeah. You know, it was pre-synthesizer and all that, so everything was real. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what the music is like in the show. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So that's the the twenty eighth at the Delaware Theater Company. And you're showing Peddler's Village at the Cock and Bull. When is that? That is Saturday night. This, this Saturday. Saturday. Night. And is this uh, just uh, conversations of this, Bruce Falange? Like this, but more. I can I can do the entire uh, <laughs> a draft <laughs> <Right> story. <now>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That alone. That alone would be worth the price of admission. Of admission. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of a lot of show business stuff and just yeah. fun. That's cool, man. Uh, and and does that show? Do you take that to different cities? Yeah, or? I do it okay. all over the place. I just, uh, uh, when I feel like it, you yeah. know. I, and I do a lot of corporate gigs, which I love. Really? But, oh yeah, because they well, pay they, well. They pay very yes. well. You don't have to do any press. Which yes. Not, I'm enjoying this. No, no. But right. I mean, you don't have to sell yourself. <laughs> yeah. you, don't to, even for, you don't have to sell any tickets. They're there. Yeah. They have to be there. And I, I tend to be like the diversity entertainer. You know, like for for, for the, the the right. And they're always very to hit. show their they're, forward thinking. It's it's. Funny because yeah. I mean I, I I hear all about Silicon Valley and how tech is is just so you know uh, is so uh, insensitive and all that but I mean they're the, the tech companies are the first ones that reached out to me to come and perform because they wanted unusual people who, who where have you played they had me I've done have all you done Google things. and Apple yeah, and, yeah Google Apple and H Cuba Packard a lot and what's what's the Google fa- were you on the actual Google facility I was we at the campus yes yeah, sort it. of um, Nirvana for uh, an office situation it is yeah. except there's a lot of glass and I was walking around saying man if there's an explosion we are Julian. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's Just big glass. Slice yeah. and dice. The pit ham will be sliced and diced. In fact, they were talking about it. There was a story about the people at the facility were walking into the walls constantly because they couldn't. Isn't it? They couldn't discern where the windows were. You know, I was. Yeah. This is apropos of nothing, but I was in Hong Kong. Yeah, and there is a street. Where every building, it's new, all glass towers, and it is uh, all built with feng shui. So they right. all face a certain way for the spirits and all that kind of stuff. What it also means is there's a certain time of day when the sun hits the glass <laughs> on every building and it blinds everybody. <laughs> and so they put up barricades. You cannot drive down that street really? because they were crashing into each other. Oh, my God. Because the sun, it, it created a critical <laughs> mass of light. I, that is a Great! I love that I they did that. And I said, "So yeah. where were the Feng Shui masters <laughs> yeah. that day right. when this plan was?"
was unleashed. Excuse me so much. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That is wild. Well, I want to remind people about the uh, the musical. It is going to be running. It, it deb- debuts on uh, November 28th, but it will run through December 23rd. So this full holiday run right. here is going to be right at the uh, Delaware Theater Company. Uh, so you should go and see it. And uh, you can get the tickets at DelawareTheater.org. And they start at 25 bucks. So take the family. Have a good time. It's going to be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. A sign of the times is what it is called. It's really great to meet you, Bruce. Thanks Thank for you. coming you by too. here this morning. We appreciate it. I'm glad I did it. Excellent. Bruce Flanch, everyone. Yeah. Yay! Hey. President and Steve Show. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Cool gifts are what Worldwide Stereo is all about. Wrap a genuine surprise and wow someone all year long. Montgomeryville, Ardmore, and online at WorldwideStereo.com. Hey, it's Preston from the Preston and Steve Show. This holiday season, I'm going to be buying Hannah Stone Massage and Facial Spa gift cards for my family and friends. And listen, during the Black Friday weekend, it is their buy one, get one free sale on gift cards. Visit one of their over 50 locations in your neighborhood or visit HannahStone.com. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. Do you ever wonder why everyone hates Steven Singer? Well, he makes buying a diamond easy with his 100-day no-hassle money-back guarantee and free shipping both ways, making returns and exchanges hassle-free. Visit Steven at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I already had to tell Kathy on our next guest to shut up. <laughs> he said, "Stop talking." Off air because <laughs> they're burning off content, they're burning off everything Sorry. we're going to talk about, and it just goes to show that they can't not talk <laughs> about shopping, and that's fine because right now we all need to do a little bit of shopping for the holidays. And listen, I have I've actually learned this year, and I started like a month ago already buying a couple of things here and there just so I don't have to deal with it now. I'm, I'm proud of you. I, oh, I started doing it years ago. I keep a list all year round, so yeah. I, I always have a list ready to go, and it makes a difference. So, But you know, the, the, the nature of what like Black Friday used to be and what the sales were, that's taken a tectonic shit, Preston. Yes, it has. So uh, Black Friday, obviously, coming up, but uh, our next guest was already saying, Kathy, you ready for tomorrow? <laughs> the preview day. Tomorrow. <laughs> Please welcome Mama Cheeps! Mama Cheeps! Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. You guys rock. Thank Thank you, you, Mama. We appreciate that. Okay, so, Kathy, once again, tell the story how we stumbled across Mama Cheeps. Uh, So, a friend of mine uh, found Mama Cheeps. She sent me a link to her website, which has this spreadsheet of uh, Black Friday deals. It's basically... Whatever you're looking for, you can search if you want to buy a TV, some sort of gaming system. You can search it. She tells you the price and where to buy it at that price and the, the best deal that you can get. She led with TVs and gaming systems. Well, well, she, well, she, she knows how to play in. the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if, she, if she said stockings and uh, atomizers, we'd right. be passing out. Right. right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, you know, so I, I said her name the other day and, and you guys uh, kind of played off her name, Mama Cheeks. Mama Cheeks. <laughs> Mama Cheeks. Okay. So, Mama Cheeps. What's big this year? <laughs> no, what do we? So, what's this preview thing that you were talking to Kathy about? Off well, air? I know Kathy loves Target. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't? So, tomorrow, if you have a Target red card, Kathy, I know you do. Yes, of course I do. Okay, uh, Target red col- card holders get to shop an entire day early. This is online, so you're going to have online access to 
all the Black Friday deals. So the red, is the red card their their credit card? That's their credit card. Okay. When you get an additional 5% discount with that card. So if you love Target, you love shopping there, you're kind of just a fool to not have a red card. So let me ask you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to ask for specifics because I know you are the, the, the ultimate source here at Mama Chiefs. The Target itself has a good track record for good good sale prices. Yes, they do. Yeah, and yeah. so with with this addition, you're you're actually talking because a lot of times we hear we hear bait and switch, we hear limited inventory to get you in there, blah 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 blah. Uh, so, but but consistently, I hear people say that Target has really solid deals. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Yeah, I okay. think Target is right in line with the other big box stores. Okay. And I think that the red card sometimes just puts a little bit of icing on the cake. So if you like Target, but you're trying to decide between which store to go to, that additional discount a lot of times is enough to knock down the price All right, quick get qu- you in the door. Quick question now. Concerning Black Friday, I've heard it said now as we approach, you know, it's coming right up. That it's not the not the mofo it used to be. It's not okay. You, I'm so sorry you, to tell you. All right. So so should we in fact avoid shopping on Black Friday or how do you play Black? How does Mama Cheeps play Black Friday? <laughs> well, uh, Black Friday is now like the beginning of a marathon. Okay. So we're like pre gaming. This okay. week is pre gaming, <laughs> and uh, we're just yes. kind of. <laughs> this is my type of pregame. <laughs> Finally, it's your turn. So this is the pregame. Right. So this is where you're going to get, um, like, all the stores are going to get you all hyped and say that they're leaking the deals early. Right. They do this every year. So, like, okay. You can get great deals this week. Kohl's deals are already live. Right. Target deals will be live tomorrow for red card holders. Most of them will go live. Best Buy is live if you have a Best Buy account, um, which is free if you sign up on their So site. right now, across the boards, online right deals are available if you... Ha- they are. But it's usually yeah. predicated on you having the store card. So a lot of them do. And then starting on Thanksgiving morning, um, most of the big box stores will go live online. So before you even hit the parade, Preston... Yes. <laughs> what should I do? You can log in online and you'll be able to get tons of those doorbusters instead of even setting foot in a store, just like before you're even out of bed, you can grab them online. So that starts this week. Do we find that the inventory online, you know, does it get exhausted when you have, uh, are you likely to find items sold out or does that happen often, Mama Chiefs? You will find them sold out. The bigger doorbusters, you're definitely going to have to be like on it and be refreshing that basket. Um, But every year as it goes along, I feel like the retailers are better prepared. They know where their consumers are going to be. They're going to be online. Um, And then you're pre-gaming this week with Black Friday and all of those leaked deals. Well, then we're going to segue right into Cyber Monday, of course. Which is now Cyber Monday. Is Cyber Monday the real deal? I like Cyber Monday. Over Black Friday. Okay. Mama Cheeps likes Cyber Monday. My Mama Cheeps likes Cyber Monday. Now, we do support... My UPS guy does not. (laughs) We do support brick-and-mortar stores when when it's possible because we we want to keep those jobs, you know. Absolutely. And don't forget Small Business Saturday. Now, that's big. That's this Saturday. Okay. So, that's where you're going to look for. You're going to go into town. You're going to shop those local toy stores, and the restaurants have different deals going on. And, um, yeah, I love Small Business Saturday. And, you know, one of the things that um, Mama Cheeps and I were talking about, which I thought was really interesting, interesting was um the gift cards at is it at target or maybe some of the other stores but so if they'll actually give you the deal that the percentage off of gift cards so if you buy um a, say a target card uh they'll give you 20 percent they'll give you 20 percent off or whatever their deal is at the time on a gift card so it's basically yeah. just so you're actually getting a discount on a gift card here's what target has done the last few years and it's insane because 
First of all, it's a great deal. But also, if you're thinking ahead to other things that you could pay off, so yeah. what they've done every year, um, it's typically the Sunday of Black Friday weekend. Yeah, they offer ten percent off Target gift cards. Okay, ten percent. Isn't that that's Shoplift Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on the location. Okay, gotcha. All right, so Mama Cheeps, I have a question because I, I, what, I, what I'm finding helpful here is um, uh, sifting through the deluge of advertising mm-hmm. and getting past what, what the companies are telling you, which is obviously they want you to come and shop at their stores. Um, Not being kept down by the man. No, I mean, it, it's, there are so much adver- there's so much advertising, it's hard to tell which one's telling the truth and which one's not. There is truth in advertising, and yet they're trying to get you to come in their stores. That's obvious. So um, uh, who is telling the most truth, I guess, in, in their advertising? Well, a lot of them, like for, I've noticed, for example, um, you have to be careful when you're looking at the circulars to make sure that the advertised price is actually your out-of-pocket price. Because what a lot of the stores like to do is they put this insane low mm-hmm. price. And if you really check it out, what you're looking at is that's your price after sale, coupon code, Goals Cash, or you know whatever yeah. rebate they're giving you, or a mail-in rebate. Um, that's your final price. That's not what you're paying out of pocket. So if you're on a budget and you're working with you know so much money, be careful of that. And they you know they'll spell it out in the small print. Right. But there are some stores that are notorious for posting their lowest price. But that's after you take all those discounts. That's the lowest price possible. But I've, not, I've, probably because that's not what a lot of legwork leg work for you to do as a consumer. You've got to mail in that rebate. You've got and to people don't do it. They, they forget to do it, right? Yeah, it's and easy to forget to you, do it. You have to be really committed to do that, and a lot of people don't. But you're right. Yeah. A lot I'm of commit, people just I'm prefer to, to have it the lowest price when you buy it at, at the cash register. Yeah. Now, uh, well, this year, and we I don't think we've gotten a real definitive, definitive list, but you apparently have an angle on what are going to be the, 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 the big toys to get. What What's on the Mama Cheap's toys must-get list? It's like every year there's those hot toys. Yeah. This year, I don't feel like there's any one toy that's necessarily like flying off the shelf like Cabbage right. Patch Kids. Ugh, that was my mom. Um, Your but, mom was a Cabbage Patch Kid? <laughs> I mean, well. No. Um, so she what, was beating off the other ladies at Hess's okay. in 1984. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was beating <laughs> off. The, the ladies, ladies, not the, the guys. Ladies. The sorry, guys no, have been yeah. a wholy totally different thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry, Happy grandma. holidays. Yeah, <clears throat> that's mama porn. Merry yeah. Christmas. Okay, yeah. Um, the Lego sets that are really hot this year. Harry Potter just came out with a whole line of, you can get the castle, you can get the Fantastic Beasts Talk line. about expensive, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So and, is, and there any about, way, is there any way to beat, because it's Lego and Lego stores, is there any way to beat those, I those mean, prices? Tar- Target will offer, they'll have certain days where 20% off of toys. You have to be careful. They yeah. don't always include Lego, but that red card discount you still usually get, does apply. Yeah, you'll, you'll get the 5%. Yeah. They did have a Lego deal just a few days they ago, did. but the Harry Potter... Uh, sets were not included. They'll exclude some of the franchise yeah. ones. And the thing is, like, there's the Harry Potter sets with Lego. There's that LOL surprise dollhouse. Yes, which is huge now. You know, Kim Kardashian's uh, kids all love that like, stuff. The giant plastic mansion with hidden yeah. things in it, I guess. Um, and it's like $200. Jesus. It's very expensive. And so things like that, it's not necessarily going to be that you... Um, We'll find a great deal on them, but you risk them going out of stock. So if you're, you know, if Santa needs to bring something, you're going to want to make sure to shop early to get it. Hey, by the way, if people want to find out your list and everything, where do they where do they go for Mama oh, Cheeps? Love that. They're going to head to MamaCheeps.com. Oh, well, there you go. Right there on Easily. the website. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. And it's M A M A. 
M A M A. There yeah. are several different spellings. People yeah. spell it wrong. M O M M A is another yeah. one. Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's Mama Cheeps, M A M A, and then all one word. Uh, and the we have your Instagram uh, account up right now, Mama Cheeps, and the you have fifty four ninety eight followers now. I predict we will have six thousand by the end of this segment. Yeah, yes. probably. I'd be very excited. All right, so Mama Cheeps, uh, <laughs> what about avoiding uh, shipping issues? Because that's a big one for Kathy here. Well, I never oh, pay for shipping. Shipping. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that the other day, weren't we? Yeah. You spend three hundred dollars on your card, and if they say you're shipping. Is three ninety nine. Nope. Forget it. We're walking away because that's so. That's just insulting. Um, it is. See, Most, I, I agree. She's with me. You've dropped. You've dropped a load of money, yeah. and you order, yeah. and they're not going to pick up your shipping. Give me free shipping, or yeah. you know what? Just hide it in the price. Don't tell me about it. Right. Right. Yeah. I can pay it and not know it. I'll feel so much better that it wasn't listed there as a shipping <laughs> right. charge. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. So so you've you've totaled up everything, and then you go to check out. And then it's not till then that you see that added bit. Of, and you're like, really? I'm t- it's 10 insulting, bu- right? Ten bucks more, you know, than I already was willing to spend. So right. I, I understand. And then you have to walk away. You have to search for a promo code for free shipping. You end up wasting half an hour of your life. And then you you don't even want the things you were going to buy anyway. So yeah. it's just a, a but downer. But look for, look for promo codes? Look for promo codes. Always go on and Google them. Where do you find them? them. Yeah. Anywhere. Coupon Cabin, Retail Me Not. There's, these are all websites. Oh, so you go, you go to these websites and you look for the code for the particular yeah. store that you're interested in. And all you need to do is retain that a numerical code? Yes. Yeah, and I also highly recommend if there's a specific site that you like to shop on, sign up for their uh, email list and follow them on social media. Because that's kind of the wave of the future here. They love putting out promos for their fans. Why? Because their fans are the people who are buying their stuff. Okay. So go ahead and follow them. Go to their Facebook page. If you can't find a a promo code for a site on Retail Me Not or one of those, go over to their Facebook page or their Twitter and see if they've put anything out for their loyalty Right, crowd. right. Because right. a lot of times they do. And then when, if you're really up against the green and you just can't find the free shipping, there is something called Free Shipping Day. Free yeah, shipping that? day. That's in December. It's usually okay. mid-December. And so, I mean, if you really want to hang on. But then you're kind of, it's one of those. You're risking. You're risking. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah the inventory might run out. Or the UPS guy hasn't shown up and it's Christmas Eve and everyone's having kittens because grandma's, you know. In special the, in, record has In, in the arrived. basement drinking the cider. <laughs> yeah, well, that, you have to. Right. You know, to forget about. The tragedy of the shipping, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, of the three, and they can ta- they can tack on some major shipping costs, real and it pisses me off. Yeah. yeah, it is, and I think these days, like retailers are really getting on board with free shipping because they know yeah. how much most of them you know. do. Another thing to check out are the stores that offer free in store pickup. So you've got stores like Walmart, Target. Um, there's a number of them, and you can place your order online and go, and they'll have your order ready for pickup. H- how, for free. how good is that? How efficient is that? Well. If you follow me on Instagram, I am classically uh, at Walmart. <laughs> that's not the right word. Yeah. Chronically at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, usually every Monday looking like I got the mom bun. I've just yeah. dropped the kids off at preschool and I'm um, picking up my groceries. I love their grocery service. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I can place the order on the app or on my computer and just roll on down. You don't have to get out of your car. It knows when you're there. They come out. They're happy. They don't accept tips, but they do like smiles. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of smiles... Kathy has had one on her face this entire uh-huh. interview. I keep looking over, say? and you get, you're like this. <laughs> She's got this grin on her face. It's, it's like it's like away. the look, you, like no more sex. Yay! <laughs> I don't have to. Great. Um, now, I'll tell right. you why I'm so happy because. Um, what I have suspected is is she's kind of confirming it is that we don't actually have to go out on Thanksgiving. I think if you go to the stores, there are some doorbusters 
door busters that you'll get or some deals that you will yeah. get, but you could probably just get the same ones online, which I think is what I'm going to do. You'll agree, though, that, and it's it's just a rare happenstance that this is the case, but anyone who advertises on MMR, you need to frequent the business and go there and buy all your stuff from there. Oh, but that yeah. said... I mean, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, speaking of advertisers, I was curious, Mama Cheeps, as your uh, star is continuing to rise in the world of retail and your website and everything, uh, do people want to advertise with you? Oh, uh, yeah. And and so some of these stores will advertise? Absolutely. a lot. Of but you can't be bought. Primarily what I do is, no, none of my posts are that. So yeah. most of it's just affiliate marketing. Yeah. So I'm not um, partial to any one of the companies. Right. But mm-hmm. if I'm a member of their affiliate program, like I will join with them. I have to sign a big, long agreement. And then yeah. they give me a specific link that I can use. So I'll earn commission. So that's, this is my full-time job. Okay. So I'll earn a commission. Let's say if somebody goes on Amazon... Um, from my site and makes a purchase, then I'll make a commission from Amazon. But you're yeah. not but you, but not that, that traditional do, advertising, right? That doesn't that, that doesn't uh, um, sway your. Uh, it, it, no. it, it leaves that step out of it. If they go, Absolutely. they go. Okay. Oh yeah, it's impartial. All right. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. On your uh, Instagram account, uh, Mama Cheeps, you have a uh, Instagram stories highlights of, of travel. Do you talk about uh, travel deals that are available this I time do. of year? Okay, and yeah, do they uh, do those happen? Because we talk a lot about retail. Yeah, and uh, you know what? They're a little bit like. It just depends on if you're following the different. I wouldn't say you might not find a deal on every single airline, you know, that's out there. But there are deals. I remember I had a friend last year who uh, was able to get dirt cheap tickets to Norway. Took the kids. Her brother lives there. Took the kids to Norway for like three weeks. It was like summer camp in how Norway. Mu- how much did you have an idea? They were like two hundred dollars round trip. And it was this time of year that those Black deals- Friday. It was on so Black Friday. L- let me ask you then. So people who do give trips for the holidays or get as as gifts, mm-hmm. is this a good time to do that or is it a bad time to do that? Because think, we hear this is, you know, the hot time. I think what you need to do is you need to do your research a little bit beforehand and yeah. really know what those tickets are going for on an average basis so that you know if you see a drop, because mm-hmm. it is possible, we need to know if it's a good deal or not. So yeah. where know, do you find those travel deals? Um, a lot of times the... In, the on the travel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can go with like the Travelocity and the Expedia and the different all-in-one sites, but then there are also sites that'll pop up, like just go on Southwest. They'll run their own Black They'll Friday sale, deal. Cyber okay. Monday, the specific airlines, Frontier. They like to run the cheap flights out of Trenton to Florida, so okay. things like that. All right, you also have food on here. Is that uh, restaurants or... Uh, it's more like... When I pretend that I can cook. Oh, okay. you take a picture. <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Preschool snacks, like just things that look pretty and make me look like a Pinterest mom. Yeah, right, right. And hey, I'm kids, actually just really good at the hack to make. Like what, what are you sending them off to school with just a bag of flour? Well, yeah. speaking of mm-hmm. of Pinterest mom, she has over is it a half a million shares on Pinterest of uh, the elf that comes to her house and does things yeah. in her house. Really? What's that, that all about? That elf on the shelf. Oh, the elf on Do the you shelf. Know okay. Of him? Yeah. Of course, we have. Uh, yeah, Norm is our elf. Oh, he we comes have Obo. We have Obo. Norm, Norm, and Nina. We have uh, a boy and a girl. <laughs> And uh, they've been coming for years. Well, that's the thing. We adopted the elf, I think, back about nine years ago, mm-hmm. um, probably towards the beginning of Elf on the Shelf. And I was new, a new mom, new to blogging. And we just decided, oh, I need some content for my site anyway, so we'll put pictures up. So now we've got this collection of probably um, almost 10 years worth of our elf antics and i've got all sorts of free principles i've got calendars to tell you like if you are just having an off your elf is having an off night yeah you can give you them know? suggestions yeah, take a look here and mention to your and... elf that these are great ideas i love yeah, that some that's of them a great are extreme. Elf. some of them are pretty laid back some of them are like the elf catches a cold and has to live in the christmas tree for three days like you know no problem and is that that's on your website or is yeah. that on okay so it's mama cheap all on the website MamaCheeps.com. Okay. All right. And so you you have the, if, if you want to compare, cross and compare all the deals that are going on from Black Friday 
That's on the website, too. Yeah, if you go to my website, right How's... up at the top, you'll find the spreadsheet. And you can search it, actually, by item. If you just go... it's That's just what ex- I was going to ask. It's okay. an Excel spreadsheet. It's an embedded spreadsheet. So just hit Control-F. Type in whatever you're looking for, Roomba, Dyson, Apple, and it'll pop up with, it'll highlight all of the items. Very thorough. That's that's the way, to, because we are so inundated with information, and that's the hardest part is, is disseminating what you're looking for from the whole cluster. I think the hardest part is, like, you just get overwhelmed because there are a lot of good deals out there, and it makes you just want to spend all the money on all the things. Right, right. And then you're really sorry when the credit card bill comes in January or February. But you're, you're here to say you can score some really solid you deals. You can score some solid deals, and it really just helps if you have an idea of what right. you're looking for because then you can really compare. And the spreadsheet will help you compare, like, apples to apples. If you're looking for a Chromebook, yeah. type in Chromebook, Control-F, search for Chromebook, and it's going to show you every single Chromebook store at any number of, you know, 10 different retailers. Right. So you can see right off the bat, okay, I can get a $99 one from Walmart or Best Buy or whatever. Yeah. Excellent. That's a pretty sweet deal. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. Well, Mama Cheeps, nice. It's it's very educational. And, and, and uh, like yeah. each day this week, you're posting like different separate deals. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't sleep this week. Okay. <clears throat> this, this, is, this is the hot time. So you're on. Sister, you're on. She'll yeah. kind of highlight different deals throughout the week and, and she'll put them up there so people know about them. Okay. Yeah. Amazon runs their like their gold box deals every day. So I'll highlight those and they do their lightning deals. So, yeah, I, I told Kathy, I traditionally show up to Thanksgiving breakfast looking Extremely hungover, and right. I have not had a drop of alcohol. Uh, right, I've been up all night searching for you. You're drunk on consumerism. Well, drunk yeah. on exactly. We have we have the link on uh, PrestonandSteve.com if you want to check out uh, Mama Cheeps, and uh, we've gotten you know, several hundred new followers here. I've looked on your Instagram page, awesome. so uh, that's that's all good for everybody. All right, cool. Nice to meet you, and uh, you I'm sure we'll have you back someday. Yeah, thank you Mama guys Cheeps. so much, and good luck this week. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mama Cheeps. All right, it's uh, underway, man. You know, the official shopping season is this week. I mean, it's already been going on, but it's kicks into high gear this week. We're going to take another break. We'll come back in uh, just a moment or two. Make sure you stay close. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 26th at Xfinity Live in South Philly. If scheduling prevents you from attending in person, you can still make a difference. Stop by your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register. Just look for the Camp Out can when you check out, and Acme will make sure your donation goes toward foods that fill abundance needs most to help area families. Go to WMMR.com slash Camp out for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Hey, I think we're I think we're closing out uh, the invites for our wedding. Yes, our mass wedding, uh, which is a week from tomorrow. You may be able to squeak in a little bit. I'm not really 100 percent sure, but you can check at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. Hungry for love is what it's called. We're doing it next Wednesday. A little bit of paperwork to be done, and that's why we need to go ahead and get it uh, finalized and everything. But take a look. If you would like to share your nuptials uh, with us at the Camp Out for Hunger. We are happy to facilitate that for you. And we want to see your nuptials. And a lot of people, yeah, let your nuptials hang out. Hang, let them hang out. Uh, the Philadelphia Wedding Company had a meeting with them yesterday, so uh, we are very uh, <laughs> thankful for those guys, making sure we take care of all the paperwork. It was so funny to hear the guy, Pat, who was one of the uh, officiants, come in. He said, I just, I just thought you were going to 
delete my email. I didn't even think this was going to get <laughs> And here we are in the middle of a mass wedding yeah. planning. Uh, Steven Singer is going to supply for 10 lucky couples uh, wedding bands. That's and we'll awesome. draw for those while we're there. Yeah. Uh, we also have a honeymoon trip to give away. Four-day, three-night trip to for four to a resort in Florida. Uh, that's at the on the Gulf of Mexico. And that includes round-trip airfare, four-day rental car. You'll be staying in your car. No, I'm sure accommodations are. Uh, no, you'll well. be set in Preston. You are. If you're heading down to Florida, you're quite possibly going to end up as a future bizarre file story. You never yeah. know because <laughs> a lot of them come from there. Creeble's yeah. uh, Custom Bakery is going to be supplying the uh, cakes for us, and in fact, they'll be doing some giveaways of cakes for anniversaries. What? For the following year, yeah, which is really cool. And, Love brings out the best in everyone. And our, and our buddy Brian is uh, from Course Photography is going to be taking care of the, the pictures for everything. We have some special guests that are going to be appearing and all, so that's going to be on Wednesday. And uh, we're working on size and how many people can fit in a tent, and this is our first time ever doing it, so if we mess it up, don't kill us on this. We're doing our best. It's all to collect food and feed people, and it's a wonderful thing. So we we have a... Every day is jammed with all sorts of stuff going on, so make sure you come down. Absolutely. All right, let's do the Bizarre Fire. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Fire. Brought to you by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. Lorenzo and Sons Pizza has been family owned and operated since 1970. Visit Lorenzo and Sons Pizza on South Street in Westchester in the Wells Fargo Center and in the spring of 2019 at Xfinity Live. Whoa. Yeah, it's going to be cool. A pantsless man is facing a number of charges after a stolen truck with a snowplow blade wound up overturned around 11.30 p.m. Once again, the man was wearing no pants. Your balls are showing. They responded to a call of a pickup truck driving with its snowplow blade scraping the pavement. Officers located the vehicle but were unable to stop it. A short time later, the vehicle was upside down near the ferry terminal. And police said the vehicle had been stolen from a business and the driver was not wearing pants. It's okay. My balls are uninjured. The crash damaged, mul- damaged multiple utility poles and shut down the road for nearly six hours. The driver of the truck was held in custody and charged with breaking, breaking and entering and uh, possession of stolen property. May I take a guess? Yeah. Drugs? Uh, you know what? They didn't indicate, All but right. I have a feeling that he may have been... It seems a likely candidate. ...under right? the influence of yeah. drugs in his snowplow. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Love it. We haven't had that in a while. A Florida motorist's blood alcohol content was more than eight oh times gosh. the legal what? limit. Holy hell. When he was arrested yesterday for... In that co- case, there's blood in his alcohol. For careening across the road, hitting two guardrails and nearly striking other vehicles. Uh, Ricardo Gonzalez was pulled over Sunday after police issued multiple uh, be-on-the-lookout warnings after receiving witness reports about a dangerous driver. When he was contacted, a cop noted that he smelled the booze, had bloodshot, glassy eyes, and was unsteady on his feet. A subsequent breath so he just jumped to conclusions. Uh, <laughs> registered Gonzalez's blood uh, at .66. The legal limit is .08. It's also and, one digit shy of the sign of the devil. And a lot of times, if you're like .5-something can kill you. Yes. yes. You know? Uh, so they they did a second uh, test and he blew a point six four. So he, he it was legit. Wow. Gonzalez was arrested for drunk driving and booked into the county jail. Preston, later that night, he was actually pissing margaritas. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, step right up. Unbelievable. A mom has issued a chilling warning over a Santa Claus app, reportedly telling children that it will find them and kill them. 
The mother has been left startled by the sinister message with it creepily threatening kids as young as three. Uh, The mom's warning posted on social media relates to the Santa Call New 2018 app, which is available to download. When kids press the call button, the app dials Santa before being told, Hello there. Can you hear me, children? In five nights, if you're free, I will look for you, I will find you, and I will kill you. I possess a very special set of skills. Wow. That makes me a nightmare for bad children. If Uh, you've been naughty, I'll find you. I'll kill you. (laughs) That's kind of what it is. Uh, Moms and dads have been left outraged by the app, which was available on the Amazon Children's Store. Uh, Amazon is reportedly investigating after the incident. Why not take it down first and then investigate it? Yeah, maybe so. Two Vancouver men are facing charges of theft after Royal Canadian Mounted Police say they arrested the pair for allegedly stealing a shopping cart loaded with $1,400 worth of butter. (laughs) Uh, Police say... The men, who were 23 and 25 years old, were arrested outside a supermarket. I think they were just going to party. Yeah, know, yeah. So, uh, while the theft of a large amount we're of making butter... making an enormous cookie. A theft of a large amount of butter is a little unusual. Police do see these sort of thefts with other food products like meat, cheese, and baby formula that is easily sold on black markets. But butter, a little more difficult, right? And pl- police said the 23-year-old man is also a suspect at at least three other butter thefts. <laughs> Around Metro Vancouver in recent months. All right. They had to play good cop, bad cop with this one. Probably. Hey, I like butter, too. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I Listen, understand. I understand. <laughs> I'm a butter guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to play the yeah. good cop in that yeah, yeah. scenario. How awesome butter, would that right? be? It yeah. is awesome. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't help myself. Can't stop it, myself. Know? So yeah. what uh, would you do it for? Yeah. Do you see uh, the headline, Preston, on the on the article? It says he was he was a bit slippery to catch, but you know what they say, butter late than oh. never. <laughs> Something tells me he's gonna stick around. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not trying to pad the story. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Knife one. Knife one. A store employee recognized one of the suspects because of previous incidents of butter theft. Uh, Because the charges haven't been officially laid. Second, that's the butter guy. Uh, The names of the accused haven't been released. Uh, We'll do one more story. Wrap it up. Sure. Japan Airlines has moved to update its rules. On drinking alcohol after its pilots failed breathalyzer tests in a series of incidents. It's been reported that Japan Airline pilots have failed breathalyzer tests 19 times what? since August of 2017 when a more sensitive breathalyzer was introduced for in-house checks. So they've decided to improve their numbers. They're going to test them less. Uh, passengers were told the delays were due to crew health conditions and staff made no mention. You have a time to fly a plane. It's nerve-wracking. Of alcohol levels. Uh, the latest report follows news that a Japan Airlines pilot admitted being almost 10 times over the legal alcohol limit at London Heathrow Airport in October. Uh, Katsutoshi Jutsukawa was arrested after failing an alcohol test shortly before a flight into Tokyo a few days earlier. Was this eight times the, the, uh, the legal limit? Uh, fellow Japanese airline Al Nippon uh, Airways suffered delays after a pilot was taken ill after drinking. So I was flying with my pants off. Uh, eight of the 25 domestic Japanese airlines don't impose alcohol tests on pilots. Oh, who I think are that'd be a to fly. that'd be a necessity, wouldn't yeah, it? I would think so. I think that can impede your flight capability. All right, and that 
is what I have for you this morning. Somebody else has said it in reference to the, the butter thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good cop, butter cop. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a break, shall we? We'll see if you've been paying attention this morning. We'll do a lesson question, and uh, we have Trash and Music News that's coming up, uh, too. Don't forget our Word of the Week prize. You only need three letters, so we will give that away tomorrow. You need today's letter coming up at the end of the show. And thank you to uh, Hatfield yeah. for being here this morning. Wonderful food. Check them out at simplyhatfield.com. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. When you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Today, we're going to do a lesson question, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets in the Jackie Bam Bam row to join Jackie for the Leonard Skinner Show, which is going to be Saturday, December 1st at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. That's the one show where it's completely appropriate to yell Freebird. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yes. All right. So, the question I have for you this morning, uh, what holiday tradition involves a royal family and a pit? (laughs) What do they do to the people in the pit? 215-263-WMMR. What holiday tradition involves a royal family and a pit? What do they do to the people in the pit? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, you should call right now, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Dunkin' Donuts. New handcrafted espresso drinks from Dunkin' are amazing. Sipping is believing. Get any medium latte or cappuccino for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Takashi 69, the subject of a federal indictment on charges of drug dealing, armed robbery, and multiple shootings, said a close friend of the rapper, quote, he could have avoided all of this had he been able to read the writing on his face. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Black, Black China cashing in, endorsing a new skin whitening product called White Nicious by Denica, which goes for $250 per jar. Black China says the product will appeal to any woman who wants that oh-so-sexy Sammy Soso look. <gasps> and finally, Paris Hilton calling off her engagement to the man she claimed was her soulmate, Chris Zilka. Uh, Hilton apparently became enraged when Zilka asked the one question he knows she cannot answer. What are you thinking? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All right. Thank you very much. White-nicious? White-nicious really- by Dinica. That's really what it's called? It is a skin whitening product. Whitenicious. And if you look at Black China recently, yeah. she looks totally whitenicious. Has she really been uh, fading uh, yes, in complexion? As, as you might imagine, this is a controversial Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you don't deal. say. Yeah, there you go. Wow. There's okay. a picture over here. Interesting. For whitenicious. I have not heard of that. All right. So we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away those uh, Jackie Bam Bam tickets, and to the phones we go. With this question for you, what holiday tradition involves a royal family and a pit? What do they do to the people in the pit? I'm going to go to Brad. Hey, Brad, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, Brad, what do they do in the pit? They slaughter the peasants. They slaughter the peasants. That is absolutely correct. Hang on the line, Bob. We're going to get your info. And we are going to give you a pair of tickets from the Jackie Bam Bam Row. You can uh, join him at the Leonard Skinner Show Saturday, December 1st at, 1st at uh, Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. And uh, tickets for the show are now on sale via Ticketmaster.com. We are now going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 
Not a, but yeah. Uh, brought to you by Worldwide Stereo. The gifts they really want. See Worldwide Stereo's A-list gift guide at WorldwideStereo.com or head to their stores in Montgomeryville and Ardmore. Soundgarden guitarist Kim Thale told Forbes in a recent interview that an upcoming benefit concert honoring the band's late singer Chris Cornell will be, quote, somewhat anxious. He said, I suppose it will be somewhat anxious. Soundgarden didn't initially corral this lineup for a project. It was driven by booking agents and Chris's wife, Vicky, who really wanted to organize this, and our management. I'm sure it'll be just fine. And we'll be able to deal with it just fine. These days, I only go to anxious concerts. They're my favorite. Uh, the lineup for the show, which will take place January 16, 2019, at the Forum in Los Angeles, will include Foo Fighters, Metallica, Ryan Adams, and members of Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and Temple of the Dog, along with other surprise guests. Uh, Thale continued, saying the lineup was put together by Vicky Management and the booking agents with all, with our, all of our approval. All with our approval, I should say. Uh, the only people on the bill are people that Soundgarden members approved of. Uh, they were looking for people the band had a history with, Chris had a history with, and people who were supportive of us over our careers and fans of ours who could do some of this material justice. There was originally a lot of fighting because their uh, benchmark that they were using was just Nick approved, and then they decided they'd have the band approved. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all on the same page, so it's, it works out. <laughs> Proceeds from the show will benefit the Chris and Vicki Cornell Foundation as well as the uh, Epidermolysis Bullosa Medical Research Foundation. It's a very painful disease, I understand. Yep. Uh, the Rolling Stones have just announced their 13 City 2019 No Filter North American Tour. And it was uh, uh, Pierre and Jackie who brought you that news yesterday. Did you see some of the Twitter activity yesterday? Some people thought that it might be Pierre announcing his retirement. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Really? And then there was a uh, a, uh, a sigh of relief when it was the Rolling Stones concert. Oh, okay. It yeah. was a sigh and a long-con-con. A sigh and a long-con-con. I, uh, I never would have even considered that. Okay. Guess who's retiring? Uh, no, nobody's retiring. No one. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday, <laughs> November 30th at 10 a.m. local time. The show will be June 4th at Lincoln Financial Field. Mick said in the tour announcement, it's a thrill when we play stadiums in the States. Their energy is always amazing. And Keith Richards added, I've always loved playing the States. It's a great crowd. I like hot dogs. Yes. So he's coming to the right place. And then finally, uh, speaking of touring, Mumford & Sons have postponed four dates in their U.K. tour due to what was described in a statement as unforeseen logistical and technical challenges. Uh, And some diarrhea. Uh, The British Quartet debuted its new stage show on Friday in Dublin, Ireland with the group's publicity team... (laughs) Calling the show technical difficulty, (laughs) the kind that pour down the back of your legs. Uh, Calling the show groundbreaking, Uh, but fans in Liverpool, Cardiff, Sheffield, and Manchester won't get to see this. Those are my brothers. This groundbreaking show until 2019, with the band claiming the production issues forced it to reschedule. There is currently no word on new dates. Now, calling the new production the most ambitious show we've ever put together. The band admitted we've had to free up some space in the schedule to be able to execute it, given some obstacles that have come up in production. This is the band that normally has no production. Yeah. Uh, so they're going for a bigger, uh, you know, presentation this time around. Did you hear the new music, Case? I did. I've been listening to the album since it came out on Friday. And what do you think? Uh, I'm, um, I think it's, it's a little sleepy. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed. There are, I was telling Preston yesterday, there are some really... Beautiful moments on the record, yeah. but uh, 
the whole thing, the, I think the best songs on the album are the first one, a song called 42, and then the last two songs, a song called Forever, and then the uh, title track, which is called Delta, uh, are, are the three, in my opinion, right. the three best songs on the album. Hmm. One uh, Twitter user called for the band to, quote, just use a regular stage, while another described the delay as totally unacceptable, and a third user blasted the last-minute postponement as pretty amateur. Uh, but Mumford & Sons are touring in support of their fourth Go album, to hell. Uh, Delta, and it was, uh, it, yeah, it was released this past Friday, as Casey was saying. So there you go. That's what I have for you in music news this morning. <laughs> Actually, I have an idea. Do you want to hear my oh, idea? Oh, please, God, please. I want to hear it. Totes. All right, so. Does it was, involve a melon bowler? No, it doesn't. It involves a shard out. All right. Um, but here's, okay, so let me let me read you the shard out. You can't see this now, but Preston's taking his pants off. Um, so it says, hey, Preston, see, my name is Emma, and I wanted to do something nice for my best friend, Casey. Uh, every year on her birthday, her boyfriend would somehow manage to get a shard out on the air to wish her a happy birthday because he was always traveling uh, for work on her birthday. He mainly got on because he listens from Antarctica. Wow. And that's where he was working, and that's pretty interesting. However, three weeks ago, his douche canoe self broke up with her from Antarctica. What? Uh, she's an amazing friend and mom. So many people love her so much. She deserves to be boosted up for her birthday. So with that being said, could you please wish Casey a very happy birthday with a nice, long, juicy shard out, as those are her favorite. She idolizes you guys and listens every day. Thank you. And that is from uh, Emma, uh, who's checking in. But I, I, with the Casey Kasem story we had earlier this sure. morning... I thought about something, and since this has a, you want negative, kill her? a negative connotation to oh. it, no, instead of a shard out, how about a long-distance diarrhea? <laughs> okay. A long, di- like, like a dawn, long distance. So we're keeping a classy. Give it a chance, Ken. A long-distance dedication. <laughs> Let it breathe. But a long-distance long distance diarrhea. diarrhea. Because you play the more squishy. Uh, yeah, I can do that. So this here's a, a long-distance diarrhea <laughs> for her friend Casey. <laughs> Well, I laughed at it. <laughs> there you go. That, so, so from Antarctica. Yeah, it's a long way. He that's what broke made me up. think of that. Yeah, a long distance diarrhea. Now, so what was he? Is he a researcher down there? Do they say? Uh, yeah, I Did think he work so. At the I, Antarctic. Target? I believe he's gotten in touch with us before, and he sent me some stickers from Antarctica. And then he broke up? I guess so. Mm. Guess that's the case. There's always going to be somebody really unhappy. When it's not like he met someone out. down there. Well, I <laughs> don't know. Maybe he did. I yeah. mean, when you're down there, there's really not, not much, much else to do. To do. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyhow, that's our first and maybe last long-distance diarrhea. <laughs> long-distance long diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about just ones that involve Antarctica? What's like that? Any any shardouts that involve Antarctica will be long distance. I, I think that's a good way to hold it. Okay. How about anything in the southern hemisphere? <laughs> really? Well, wait a second. It wouldn't be that <laughs> long distance because the shardout's not going to Antarctica. The ex-boyfriend. No, just put, like the, the story itself yeah. involved Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm turning it around. She wanted it for a friend, but I'm sending. It How to about the guy. anyone who admits that as they wrote that they had diarrhea? Right. That you, seems to have. What are you doing? When you guys start talking about stuff like this, I'm going to hold up my target. Shopping cart, and I'm she has start... a little miniature <laughs> like like a cross against a vampire. No, like, cart. I'm just going to start shopping. This means okay. I'm going to start shopping when you do. What do you mean? Where start? did you get that? Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Um, what we had a listener that came in and gave us each something that oh, and he made this uh, mini Target shopping cart. That's for very me. nice. Yes, mm. I love it. Okay. 
Uh, today's Tattoo Day. Oh. Uh, so I think we'd better meet our tattoo recipient and tattoo artist. Please welcome to our microphone listener, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Did you like the long distance diarrhea? Yeah, I thought it was great. Okay, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> we, thought, we thought you would like yeah, it. I thought that was great. Uh, and Troy is here as well. How you doing? Tattoo Eddie's. I'm good. Troy, how are you? Good. Nice to see you. You all ready for the holidays? Getting there. Okay. Very good. Tattooing and your turkey already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. Vicky, where are you from? New Jersey. And what part of New Jersey? West Effort. All right. And what uh, kind of tattoo did you get? I got two tickets to paradise. Really? For Eddie, my parents. Eddie Money? Uh, yes. yes. There you go. Yeah. For your parents. Why yeah. were they big Eddie Money fans? My dad sang that to my mom. Before he passed. Uh-huh. He sang that to your mom before she passed? Before he did. Oh, before he passed. And it was their song. So oh. when she passed, I made it. That's, you memorialized them with that. Yeah. That's, that's a that's great very nice, yeah. tribute. Wow, that's wonderful. Wow, okay. Well, uh, you know, I love it when people will do that. And it means when something they, When they honor someone, yeah. they have something very specific, very personal. There's some people that get some, you know... Tattoos that are just kind of fun, and then there are yeah. ones that really have some Mean something. emotional impact. So that's that's really cool. Uh, do you work at all? Or are you? Uh, I'm uh, I'm at home right now. You're at home right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. You've been listening to the show for a long time. Yep. That's excellent. Forever. Excellent. Forever. Thank, Love it. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You got it. Of course. Hey, uh, can people? By the way, speak. You know, we we're talking about gift giving and so forth, and people shopping for the holidays. Troy, did people buy like gift cards for tattoos, or do you guys yeah, handle yeah, that? Yeah, we do. Uh, Gift certificates at uh, at at Philadelphia Eddie's. Okay, so yeah, great gift. All right, and how does dads and grads? How does uh, one get that? Go into the shop and grab it there. Go into the shop. Yeah. Okay. And what's your address? Six twenty one South Fourth, Fourth and South. Okay, Fourth and South, no problem. All right, I think that's a absolutely idea for a tattoo. I mean, for a gift, a tattoo would be a good idea. Or buy something for a tattoo. You could do that as well. (laughs) There's a special one in your life. Buy something for your local tattoo. One more person I got to put on the list. (laughs) Uh, Vicky, anyone you want to say hello to while you're here? Uh, My children, my grandchildren, and my family. Have grandchildren. Yeah. How cool is that? Two. 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 Wow. Wow. Two. Well, yeah. thank you. So there's another uh, Casey Casey. Casey, Casey. There you go. So maybe that diarrhea long distance thing is is good. I'm saying it's yeah. catching on. It can hit everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. Nicely done. All right. Thank you, Vicky. Nice to meet you. Tattoosday. And with that, <laughs> hit everybody. We'll take a quick break and come back in just a moment. Get ready to wrap it up. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Stone Temple Pilots. The record company. Shinedown. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, Thank you to the listener. uh, Because it was... Obvious, and I don't know why I didn't think it, but instead of the long-distance diarrhea, yeah, long-distance defecation. There you go. That rolls yeah. off the tongue a little bit better. So you had to have been tuning in earlier to understand what we're talking about. But you can always listen to our podcast because we've got that up and available for you every single day. It's almost the entire show. Or the Bizarre File is also segmented as well if you just want to check those out. The ways that the show is available to you boggles the mind. And then you have the uh, Daily Rush videos and then the Weekly Rush. Which, by the way, there is a new Daily Rush video and it was awesome having these guys in the studio, the revivalists. 
And I uh, wish I knew you. We have that up and running. And you can watch that now at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Super talented. Sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar. Yeah, it was one of my favorite in-studio uh, musical performances we've had in a while. Yes. I, I was just like, wow, this is really, really good. So they were cool guys, too. Very nice. So happy to have them in. Uh, some thank yous are what we're going to go through now. Hey, we have Bruce Valanche here. Yay! Bruce was a super nice guy. Loads of stories. Been in the industry in and about some really big events as a comedy writer and performer. Huge, and huge. He was great, man. Uh, a Sign of the Times is the musical based on... Uh, well, he wrote it. He wrote yeah. the musical, and it's playing at the Delaware Theater Company November 28th through the 23rd. And then this weekend, the Saturday, he's going to be at Peddler's Village at the Cock and Bull, and he's doing just kind of a spoken word, one-man show type of, this is my life type of deal. He's a funny guy. He was great. Yeah. He was wonderful. And uh, thank you to Mama Cheese. Mama Cheese. Mama, Mama Cheese. Uh, she was great. Uh, Kathy, <laughs> I really, I liked her a lot. I, I, there were a couple of practical things I didn't really. Most of that stuff I don't care about. Right. But I liked her personality a lot. Yeah. She yeah, was she really was sweet. <laughs> and uh, you can check out her website, mamachieves.com. And we have a link to that on com. And mama is spelled M A M A. And then, so her. Uh, on Instagram, it's just Mama Cheeps. I entered it wrong, and I was on JasonMamoa.com. Oh, that's, right. that's completely wrong. That's Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, we also want to thank Hatfield for being here. Hatfield! <laughs> Uh, they brought some wonderful food this morning, and Chef Jen and I were talking. She's uh, run restaurants for years, and she works for Hatfield now, and she's a hell of a chef. And uh, they brought in breakfast fried rice and pit ham and pomegranate fig glaze with slider rolls and all kinds of good stuff. So the ham and cheese corn muffin. i got to make sure I grab one of those. I had one, and it was very good. Very good. Uh, so you can find uh, a variety of sizes of their meats and flavors and cuts. I would like various sizes of meats, please. <laughs> you can find a size and flavor to fit your holiday needs at simplyhatfield.com. So that is simplyhatfield.com. Fresh off his uh, retirement announcement, Pierre Aubin. Hey, he's back. What? Wait a second. <laughs> Casey, Preston, look at Casey. What? Oh, my God. He has the Billy Bob teeth in with the lips. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Pierre didn't. If you're listening, Pierre did not retire. I apologize. No, Pierre did not retire. He, and he's sitting there laughing. Back he's so. He can't even see himself. Why is he laughing I, so hard? I saw it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was based on something you said, Preston, and he ran with it. Oh, my God. What What are those things? Those uh, are Billy Bob teeth. Billy Bob teeth? And he's using the lip spreader. And then I got, no, when you when you go to the dentist, uh, <laughs> sometimes when they do work on you, they'll put, they'll put those things to spread right. your cheeks apart so they can get to every part of it. <laughs> Where do you get to those? You're dripping. Uh-huh. Oh, you're dripping. Sorry. <laughs> you're dripping saliva. Oh, sorry. That's what happened. He's just sitting here like laughing. Because yeah. I, I had to see what I looked like. Yeah. And, course, and I did. And it, <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> Okay. Right, you take that out. Right. Now, right, okay. Thanks. Now we proceed. Oh right. my god. Uh, what was the retirement thing? They, I was on Twitter. I don't know if you're aware of this. There were a few people who wondered the, the announcement yesterday. Thought that you might be retiring. Ah, <laughs> yes. 
And it was a Rolling Stones concert. Yeah. It was a Rolling Stones concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if you were aware of that or not. Steve brought me up to speed on it. I didn't well, yes. know. It's funny because someone texted in and said, I hope that's not what the announcement is uh, right after we got off yesterday of our crossover. But, right. Um, no. Um, I could I could do that in five no. minutes. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I don't need to stretch that yeah. out. I'm gone. I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that's done. By the way, I wish you would have been here with Bruce Valanche. You're a nice counterpart to him with your blue glasses today. His are the red, obviously, oh, wow. that he wears. That would have fit him perfectly. I go up to Provincetown in the summertime, and he's uh, often up there. He and John Waters, interestingly enough, oh. uh, are often up there. And uh, they have a parade, and he's usually in it. He's quite a character. Yes. And uh, it was a great conversation. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah he's, I really he's... enjoyed it. Uh, it makes me actually want to go see that production. Yeah, me fact. too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, John Waters is is often riding around in a bicycle. You know, everyone's in T-shirts and shorts in summertime. And John Waters has this, like, Wizard of Oz <laughs> Dorothy bicycle. And he has a seersucker suit on. I knew he right? always wears a suit. Yeah, with yeah. a suit and tie. And I was, you know, at, uh, getting an ice cream or something. And he pedaled up next to me. And he, he looks at me. And I go, well, what are you doing here? And he goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> Which was perfect. Yeah, I yeah. like John Waters. Yeah, we yeah. talked to him a few times over the years. He's always great yeah. interview. Nice. Yeah. But Bruce Valanche sounded just great today. Cool. Uh, how about we get a letter from you? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Idol, as in Billy Idol. All right, and we have one more letter to go. We have a Flyers Santa sack. Oh, it's I, I'm sorry. What's that? I said, I didn't say the you letter. You said idol as I in Billy Idol. idol. <laughs> oh, I didn't even, okay. I, 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 I as in Billy Idol. Nobody picked up on it. I'm so spacey. Um, I as yes. in idol, as in Billy Idol. All right, we have a Flyer Santa sack, and that's two <laughs> lower level tickets, an autograph puck, a collect- collectible gritty ornament, uh, two Philadelphia Wings tickets and more. And Santa sacks are the ultimate Flyers gift, and they're on sale now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Sure you got some good stuff planned for today, right? Yes. A block of I is in Billy Idol. We will do a block of Billy, and uh, that'll be fun. We've got a block of the Eagles. Joe Walsh is 71 today, so we'll do Joe material, some of his stuff with the Eagles. He's just as cool as and crazy as can possibly be. He's but, awesome. And, you know, Billy Idol just became uh, a citizen. I did not know. Yes, that. he took a citizenship test and wow. passed. Wow, flying cool. colors, very cool. So we got Billy, we got Joe, and we've got a workforce block of the offspring. Nice upbeat stuff and a great show last night with the Struts. Uh, kind enough to send a second shout out to MMR uh, and uh, is talking with Luke afterwards and um, reminded him that one of their earliest uh, appearances on American radio was with you guys, uh, and um, they changed the words of of could have been me. Where uh, the line goes, um, uh, you got to listen to you tell me. I'd ra- and he goes, I'd rather listen to somebody else tell me. And he changed the words, uh, not even knowing you guys, to I'd rather listen to Preston and Steve telling me. Stop it. It is. It's last in- night? No. It, oh, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, he didn't do it last night. Okay, um, but he did. Yeah, give yeah, it, yeah. You're he right. He did give MMR a nice shout out last That's night. Awesome. That's uh, awesome. So that was cool. He, they, I love that band. Their new record is just great. No I kidding. highly recommend it. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show today has been brought to you by Acme Markets, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. Dunkin' Donuts as well, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. And also winner, Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer. We are going to have 
Mark Wahlberg on the show tomorrow. Yes. We wow. are going to have Kevin Smith on the show tomorrow. Yes. And wow. we will have a Not Your Average Listener, and we will have Kathy's Holiday Activities. Whoa! There's a lot going on tomorrow. You don't want to miss That's it. That's a lot of show. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a great day. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. Time passes. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Listen, I'm all happy that you're getting furniture, but your driver could have pulled five feet down the road and he wouldn't be blocking the. It's called a brain, people. It's a gobbledygook between your ears. Start using it. Next message. Happy Thanksgiving, you filthy animal. Next message. You know what I wish people would learn to do? Throw on your headlights when it's dark out. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.